Hey, hey, this is Soma79 with a special announcement. My new Mega Mix is up. My MF Doom Mega Mix Oxidation Moons Day is now available. Go to www.soma79.com slash doom to check it out. It's a 30-minute mix that I did of MF Doom raps over my own beats. I really enjoy it. I hope you really enjoy it. So check it out. Tell a friend. Peace. Welcome to the newest episode of the Articulate Ox Podcast. I am your host, Soma79. Thank you so, 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 so much for joining me. My guest today is Brian Life. I was so excited to have this guy on the podcast. Life was a dude that was sort of like a, um, a mythical creature to me when I was younger because I knew his name from years just from not only just my own knowledge of underground hip hop in this area because he did a bunch of album covers that are kind of iconic around these parts and also just through my friends who my first real kind of hip hop friends, they knew him and I knew of him through them. But as a, he was a graffiti artist and I wasn't I never was introduced to him. I didn't know what he looked like. I just knew his work and I wasn't going to start asking questions like, oh, who's life? Tell me who he really is. But um because that really wasn't the way you're supposed to do things but so for years i knew who he was didn't know what he looked like just knew his work and i really admired the stuff that he did because um he is a pioneer of of boston hip-hop i mean there is the boston hip-hop scene doesn't have a ton of really iconic stuff but i would say some of his art is amongst them we talk about one of the earlier episodes of this podcast with my man 3sk that was back when i was having when i was having guests suggest a um a topic like something that inspired them and he picked the acrobatic ep that i actually still have right here that life did the cover of and this ep means a lot to people in boston hip-hop um, so it was no surprise 3SK picked it and um, it was no surprise someone like Brian Life did the cover of it. So we get into a lot of cool stuff here. One thing I'll tell you, he's doing some really, really neat, amazing things with AI now. And kind of far into this interview, we he just shares the screen on the video version and he just walks us through what he's doing with it. And it's the visuals he's showing are really quite amazing. So I know this podcast is available in audio and video medium. Um, I plan on keeping most of that stuff in the podcast, if not all of it. So I would recommend that if you are a listener on the audio version, it's worth checking out the video on this one. Um, Cause I think just to kind of get what he's talking about, I think it's worth it. So check that out. Thank you so much for joining us and check out my EP quiet life, loud friends, with my man Pillsy Beats and featuring guest appearances by Copyright, Jay Sinatra, Wordplay the Fly SMC. What up, Wordplay? Hope you're feeling better. And uh, Honest the Grease God. It's, um, we're getting a really great response from it. The bonus track, I Don't Know You But I Hate You, is now available everywhere on Spotify and Apple Music and iTunes. And I guess that's the same thing, but I, well, maybe it's not. But and you'll, you can also download the EP for free on my website, soma79.com slash quietlifeloudfriends, all one word. You can download it there. And while I'm pitching stuff, I did a MF Doom Mega Mix this year, and that is also available for free download at soma79.com slash doom. It's called Oxidation Doomsday. Really dig that one, and I hope you do too. So happy holidays. I hope you're having a great Christmas holiday, Christmas uh, everything season, Hanukkah season, all that stuff. And season's greetings and happy holidays and Merry Christmas and happy Hanukkah. All right, have a good one. Peace. Meet Anne with wings clits. Quick 
to flip manuscripts Cause her man went from damaged kid to damn he's rich But she still can't stand the way he manages To never put nickels in the can for the cancer kids Plus he cheats at cornhole and brags that he won So she lost interest like porno after she comes My DM started jingling baby as it was done Two seconds later I can hear the snapping of her gums She calls me half Dodge Challenger, half Lip Gallagher Hey, welcome to the newest episode of the Articulate Ox Podcast I'm your host Soma79 Thank you so 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 much for joining me My guest is artist Brian Life. What is going on today, man? What up? What up? Yo, How's thank you for having me. I appreciate no problem, it. No man. You, yeah. Your name has come up on this podcast before. Uh, I think one of the early episodes I did with um, Rapper3SK. Back then, I was asking people to like pick a topic they wanted to talk about. And it was yeah. oddly how difficult some people had getting their mind around that concept. So I dropped it. But back then, he yeah. picked this EP. Oh, which shit. You did the cover of. This EP yeah, is amazing. Acrobatic, uh ep yeah. right the ep yeah, got a EP. yeah yep um wow that's cool you got it in your hand i haven't seen that in a minute you know, i had it's rare K- to see a cd you know yeah i had the kabir one around here too because like i was trying to get him on but i oh, think that's I left cool it in my car. i didn't I do his artwork but i i think he's me and him are cool man oh, like he's a good was... dude oh, no okay. i never did his artwork okay maybe it looks it? similar to my style yeah but, yeah well, but i was trying to find it the other day i would have figured that out if i actually found the cd so sorry but right you probably would have you know, there's other covers, like old 90s covers that uh, there's a guy uh, from New York. I actually used to work with him at like a game license. Well, licensing company. We had like Hanna-Barbera and Spider-Man and, oh, and wow. like Marvel. And and uh, he his style was similar because he used Photoshop and he would draw and color in Photoshop and like coloring books now. You know, he would do the digital art, which was rare back then before iPads, before all that uh cortez he goes by cortez shout out what up cortez so people used to always be like yo is that your cd like it was a lot of uh hustling like new york style like djs mixed djs uh dj clue i think he would do stuff for but yeah it was like it was funny so i'd be like no that wasn't mine or (laughs) because some of it would be like money stacks and women and all that kind of like yeah yeah, yeah. and i'm like no i didn't do that yeah yeah it wasn't that wasn't me don't don't spread that rumor (laughs) right right (laughs) yeah i just did a cover for um for copyright and um oh cool he had me do um uh it's not out let me release by then but there's there's a pig in it in a cop outfit and I'm like, you know, I'm not That's really funny. pro-police, but like now I'm making a political statement, I think, you know. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. man. That's some old 90s thought back then. Yeah, yeah. It's very body count stuff. Um, yeah. So, it's, so um, you, like I said, I told you before, you've been on my radar for a while. I remember, um, so I first saw your art um, years and years ago when I was um, hanging out with like Judge the Disciple and um like pillsy beats and brandalism what up, and stuff. What up? Yep. and i think i was at their place in a place in quincy at least called the project mayhem house i forget where it is it was like right behind <laughs> yeah. downtown and i, I believe know that yeah you had done a piece there that was sitting there and i came over the next day and that's the first time i heard of you before and oh, like cool. at that point like i don't think i even know what knew what you look like or anything for a long time so i think back then i was just starting to hang out with people like that i wasn't gonna go asking a lot of questions about graffiti people who i only knew like their tag sometimes name. you don't see them yeah 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 and i right. think i knew you just through like you know brand one i think it, it mentioned you and talked about you and i started following your art and i still felt like i was seeing your name everywhere so like Oh, um so funny cool. funny enough i got a i got a message um on ig a few weeks ago from somebody from like i think evolution now podcast and they're like hey i really did your oh, yeah, a really yeah. nice message and i was like cool how did you find out about me and they're like brian life and i'm like how does he know who the fuck i am uh-huh 
Yeah, man. I because they do their podcast and they, they just hosted me uh for an interview and then maybe that I don't know, maybe they saw that you do podcasts maybe through likes that I've had of yours oh, or I liked your page. But I, I forget, I think it was um Mar- Maroney, no, not Maroney, uh oh Mooney. Mooney, my bad, Mooney, uh shouts to Mooney. Yeah. And uh I, I saw him on your podcast. Oh, yeah. So maybe he it's shared that or something. And yeah. I was like, oh, that's dope. And then because uh, so I did his logo for him a long time ago. He's not oh, cool. cool. The trust passion logo? Yeah, the trust passion. Wow. That's yeah, I cool. did that. So that dude is so talented. I remember when he started, I was like, can you re- I, I didn't really know that there was a that you could really I was like, this he's gonna run out of stuff fast. Like how many like abandoned places are there? And I realized how freaking wrong I was. Like he's flying yeah. at Chernobyl. He's it's like the stuff he finds is amazing. I had this, I gave my dad a print he did of um of uh a Volkswagen graveyard because my dad has been working oh, on nice. Volkswagens his whole life. And it's like we it's just so funny to see that hanging in my parents' house, you know. Oh, so you so he took that picture and you gave it to him or yeah, he you well, gave he, it to your he, father. He was selling it and I bought it from, from dope, my dad. Dope. So oh that's yeah. super cool, man. Yeah, it's amazing, like his adventures, like it's kind of like a graffiti artist, you know, going and finding the spots, taking the risk, the adrenaline, um, and then taking that rare photo. And it's just dope, man. Yeah. His whole like beautiful. way about it. I love that. You know, when photographers don't just kind of take like they actually carve their own path. That's a pretty dope thing, you know, especially the risk and. But the very unique spaces that no one else could get or no one would find the beauty in it, it it's super dope. I'm a rather risk adverse person. So it's like for me, that's especially exciting because it's like I like I've never been arrested somehow, for, which like, you know, it's like you're not supposed to get arrested. But it's like oh, I feel yeah. like everybody else I know has. Like, and it's not like yeah, I've yeah. been. But like, I just, like, I, it's, you know, hey, for, for me, it's like I would never do stuff like that because I think. Yeah, some, so you, you can live vicariously through them yeah. and be like, yo, like mm-hmm. I, I've been into graffiti since 1992. And I back in the 90s, like I definitely took those adventures and took some risk, but I wasn't like super crazy. Like, oh, I'm going to climb in the top of the freeway and cross this bridge and on one leg, like I'm not going to do that. It's wild. Some stuff I did that was risky, definitely gotten chased, gotten almost arrested cut up by barbed wire things like that i have got gotten arrested but it's not like um to be an outlaw and to super prove myself like the highest daredevil shit i I wasn't really into that i always had like like this i i call it smarts maybe maybe it's some ossiness but i was just like i'm not gonna do that i know where the risk my life just to write a tag like sorry right yeah there's another way i could do it you know there was that dude who was uh, tagging like um I forget the name, but he was tagging like the backs of like signs and like I remember once it like pure terror or something. It was like stuff that I can't imagine anybody could possibly hit. It began with an S. And I can't think of his name now, but I see the tags. Are lo- like they were very they're very California simple. California or over no, it was here. out here. It was around. Okay. It was this was like maybe ten fifty Sims maybe I don't know probably Sims yeah because he yeah. would get up real big and real risky like in the yeah. on the highways yeah yeah I, that shit I yeah. was. Once so but that's the mind. thing is that's his mission was to be fame all city type you know fame for his name and that's it's really like i i there's there's that element of graffiti and i and 15 20 that. years later i'm still talking about him so you know? yeah you know what i'm saying that's what i mean that you could have a horrible script like your tag could be really bad but is if you get up enough people will just respect you for that even if it looked like looks like chicken scratch 
it's still the fact that you'll go down in history. Like there was these cats, uh, Prone and Astro, and they used to get up in the 90s. And they weren't like the best hand styles. They were good, but they weren't like amazing because they were kind of new guys. But when they did it, they went hard and they got up everywhere. And forever you'll remember Prone and Astro. Yeah. You know, they developed, but as far as their tags, they weren't like the best developed tags. They weren't terrible, but they weren't, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. I'm a firm believer like, in yeah. like judging art by what it is and not what it's not. You know, it's like, it's like the art is the final presentation. So it can, if it is, it's like, you have to all the account of like, it's in a hard to hit spot. It's like the jaggedness kind of adds yeah, something yeah, to yeah, it. Yeah. Like I try, I try to build up and not tear down and I look at stuff like that, you know? Yeah. And like, like even say lyrics, like, Say if you recorded in a, in a garage with a little, I don't know, like a a, a microphone yeah, or no headphones, track. like you took yeah. the headphones and you wrapped into the headphones. Back in the day, they could do that, like reverse yeah. and, and use the headphones as a mic. And like, say if you just got that recording and whatever it was, like say if somebody was like, oh, old dirty bastard was visiting you and like he happened to kick it after a late night after party and you got that recording it doesn't matter if it's junky and noisy the fact that it the yeah. essence that is there there's quality inside there so i do agree with like even yeah. putting out some of you might hate your old music or your voice the way you delivered or executed but it's like the fact that you did it and you put out tracks is important it, it yeah. speaks for itself and you got to start somewhere you got to not be afraid to fail and just kind of do it even if it try your best exactly. to make it polished and as nice as whatever but some overworked stuff is not as good as the sketch. Like some of my real rendered, colored, really technically sound art. Sometimes I look back at the sketch and I'm like, ah, I like that way better. It's like freer and it's looser. And it's just, there was something way too self-conscious about the newer work. Even when I said self-conscious about it, it's like too anal analyzed, too scrutinized by all thoughts of, of eyes judging it. Whereas the first time you could have just been watching TV, scribbling some shit, right. you know, and um, I've definitely had that thing where it's like the drawing that I've done in a half hour is the one that sells instantly. And the painting that I put 60 hours in is still sitting in my basement. And it's like, for real, in like know. You know, the song you write in your head in the shower is the hit. And the one you spent the whole weekend on or whole month on is just, it's, it's weird. It's like, and that's yeah. the thing we mentioned about not being scared to fail is that it's so important. Like, I think, especially in this country, failure is something that is mocked instead of in some ways celebrated as like a part of the process. And I think if you're scared to fail, you're never going to get anywhere. Like, no, you have to literally fail to get better, to do anything. Yeah, you got to make the choice. Like at the road, you got to make one choice and then you'll find out if it was the wrong or the right one. But if you're right. stuck in the middle, you're just going to be idle and you just got to fuck up. Like I, I'm an old school writer now. I'm considered like a king, a Boston king. You know, you go from like being a toy, a rookie, yeah. a newbie to becoming like a senior you know or a junior senior and then you're like a king in the graffiti terminology would be like a vet like i'm a i've I made it like an og and then like but i had to be whack at first i had to be a toy i had to kind of have these terrible scribble shitty tags to go look at it and and to even be called out on it or to step it up and learn on the spot and actually execute it right and be like oh i like how that l looked i like that f I don't like the E, but the F, something there was good. But that on and on and on practice is better. Like, I even think when people write lyrics, I, I freestyle 
and it's hard for me to write because I think quick and my flows are just, I can't like keep up with a pen. I should probably just record it and piece it all together. But like the fact that, um, uh, when I did write back in the nineties, I used to have a hip hop group and like, I would write a little bit and I would also read my buddy's lyrics and memorize them. Sometimes he would write ghostwrite and, but I would memorize. That's what my point is. Like, I think when people deliver their rap in the booth, it's better to memorize it than reading it off yeah. the phone or paper. I feel like when you really go over and over, it's the same with doing that tag over and over, messing up, finding, erasing, deleting over and over. It's kind of like this meditative, like, uh, exactly state you get into, you know, like a chanting and shit. You know what, what I, I mean? do so is I do a rough, I usually record a rough one with me reading it. Then I listen to that a bunch of times and iron it out and then go in from memory is like how I so, over the, I just released it. I think you, you must know Pillsy beats sir. I do. Um, yeah. 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 yeah, he, yeah. Just, we, he just, we just Still. dropped an album together a few weeks ago. Oh, He's nice. got really I gotta good go check that. Mixing. Yeah. Quiet life, loud friends. It's uh it's out. We had another one. You're scaring the ducks coming out soon. As soon as these nice. people who are supposed to be on it, get their verses back to me. But oh uh, um, yeah. Right. So Get fun. on that. No, yeah. I know how. I mean, I can only imagine I'm sometimes late with work and I have friends or clients and it's like, you know, they see me out there doing other stuff and then I'm not delivering. So, you know, just a little reminder. One, one of the one of the people I'm not going to name him, but he, he's a fairly well-known rapper and he he's he owes me a verse. And I, he notorious was notorious for that. Ah, huh? uh, he might. I don't know. He, but he hops on um, IG live the other day and I jump on the second he sees me. He's like, <laughs> it's coming. It's coming. This is too much. Oh, ago, for, so, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. so I'm like, like even man. tonight, I had to ask you, is this live? Because I have something to do. Well, I'm not, I mean, I'll tell it, but uh, for Miles uh, Grimes, he's like a Massachusetts rapper. And yep. uh, so I'm doing a record cover for him and another dude. Uh, I won't tell their name yet, but it's like a little collabo. Yeah. And I was like, oh, shit, if this is the IG live, then that means I have to be like, yo, I, I got know. that coming. It is weird. It's just like I, I, humans are not built for this experiment that we're in now. Like, I mean, we've been around for billions of years and all of a sudden in the past hundred years, everything's sped up a zillion degrees. Like we're all lucky that we haven't fe- flown off into space because the planet's <laughs> like, just, just float. Right. Like another this. day in the experiment. Yeah. <laughs> deadlines and like the system, this beast of this whole like pipeline where this has to go and then I have to book that and then there's this whole assembly line of order that sort of sometimes is tough for an artist to get in line with but it's also good you know I'm not not gonna say like because sometimes artists can be spacey and they could be like oh I'm waiting for that moment that inspiration the flow but I do believe like as I got older and learned sometimes you just gotta shut up and do it sit down my attitude is make it halfway it's yeah, like if, if I take to a step at. towards it, it'll take a step towards me. <laughs> that's that's definitely a good way. Because, you know, if not, of course, there's a million other things we could be doing. Sometimes you just got to kind of like pull it out, like stir it up. And then, like you said, halfway and then it will you'll get in the zone and then you'll start to lock in. And finally, I think carrying the concept in your head, the weight of research, the weight of uh, whatever has to be done is heavier and more like sucky than actually doing the labor of literally just like when it comes to art and drawing and like painting it's finger movements and muscle movements and it's silence and you're just kinetically bio like your physics your body is doing it you're not just conceptualizing thoughts like you're literally just making it out come out filter out through your hand and channeling it out 
But I think that also that concrete, like physical reality of it starting to develop in front of you is the reward and and the motivating carrot, like the carrot in front of the stick that just kind of makes you do it. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, like carrying shit in your head for too long is just crazy or researching or gathering yeah. pre- prepping over it's like over when, you, when you look at like all the research kubrick did for the napoleon movie that he never made i sort of just it makes oh, wow. me it makes me shiver in my in my seat like i'm like good fucking lord like spend that much time on something that you never actually do like yeah you know damn i didn't know that but like yeah, I'm, a, I'm a big can... kubrick fan I've, I've gone down his uh his wormhole a bunch of times yeah, yeah I got excited because um, Eyes Wide Shut, my favorite movie of all time, and it's also my favorite Christmas movie, if you want to call it that, but it's playing out here at, um, I live out by UMass, it's playing in the Amherst Theater the day after Christmas, so I'm very excited nice. to see that in the theater. Super amped, right? Have yeah. you ever seen it, like, large? In the I did, I, when it came out, I remember, this is how, I was so- I know I've seen it, I just, it's been a long time, it's, so it's, part it's, of It's me, one man. thing, it's not, it's not for everybody, but it came out, I was in film school, I went to film school at BU years ago, and, like, it came out while I was there, and I saw it twice twice the opening weekend i loved it and i went to class on monday and, and teacher was like who are here so eyes wide shut and like half people raised hand like who saw it twice i'm like i did and he's like kim's the only real film student and i'm uh, like you're like thank a you plus. you feel like an asshole <laughs> but yeah man. Like, Geek, like geeking out on it like i did that with uh the the, the spider verse and enters oh, the spider verse or whatever i saw yeah. that twice because it was just I was also doing an animation, like I've been getting into 3D animation. I saw that. I've always been into 3D sculpture and like making things in 3D, but to actually make things move and animate and put bones inside of a character and then like on a timeline, make them bones move. And you could do like a lot of motion capture and you can kind of like get pre-captured movements like dance moves and jumping or whatever. And you can apply that to your character. So it's like, you don't even have to do it hand by hand, like step yeah. by step. You could just apply the motion capture. So I, I kind of learned all that while right when that movie was dropping that that Spideyverse or whatever you call it. Yeah, yeah. I and, did, um, I've been playing with that Adobe um, Animate program where you can do the similar stuff with like a puppet. It's probably like the most yeah. basic type of thing, but like right, it's, but it's two D, but it's similar how you could do that puppetry and yeah. put the bones and move the bones and. I just can you I, I can't believe that they ever in the days of like Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs and that stuff. Don't you feel and like Bob. I would have quit after like day two? I remember watching yeah. like Tron's one of my favorite movies, <laughs> and I watched I watched the um the commentary track, and all they kept talking about was like if we knew how hard it was gonna be to paint every cell, we never would have done this. Right. Yeah, you, you know? can get in there. Oh, speaking of which, like you know how I told you you could take like a pre-videotaped uh motion capture where they yeah. And then you could just apply it to your character. Well, most of them are like real humans, right? So they have on the suit and every uh, like hinge or uh, elbow, or every joint is recorded by the computer with like a little white ball or something. Yeah. But that doesn't always apply to your 3D character. So my 3D character had like larger arms, larger feet. It was kind of an exaggerated cartoonish character. So the breakdance and his feet were like going through the floor. Oh, when yeah. He'd move yeah. his hands, they'd slice through each other because they were so long. Whereas the human's hands, maybe they would stop here, but mine were like that. So I had to like go in there frame by frame and like move his arm down. So it was like that instead of like, you know, it was like it was like a yeah. b-boy doing stuff. And then his, his shoes, his sneakers kept going through the floor. I'm like, oh my God, why did I do this? It would have been easier to just do the whole dance move by hand. Like frame yeah. by frame but anyway so sometimes yeah. you cut a corner and then you're already in there 
like I do that with the record covers uh, back in the day when I would do the 90s, like hip hop record covers that I released a lot of different ones. I would zoom in so close in Photoshop and I would texturize and detail something over here. And then when I zoom out, I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, now I got to go throughout everything or right. else it's going to sort of st stand out. Like I got lazy in all those other areas. If I don't kind of treat it or speckle it around, you can kind of put yourself in a hole, you know, but yeah. And I always say that you can judge, you can't judge a book by its cover, but you can judge an album by its cover. Like I bought so many <laughs> yeah. albums based entirely on the cover and it almost always works out. It's That's cool. That's cool, man. Because a lot of people do actually buy. I've gotten a lot of comments where somebody's like, yo, I just bought that cover. I didn't even know who it was, but the cover made me know that was got to be legit if they paid for that. Right. Or if, you know, if they hired a real artist to do this and did, did not just take a photo or, or if the, Definitely. Like um, I did a, a B-Boy, B-Boy the game for PlayStation. It oh, was a yes. Game. Yeah. So I got hired to do that. And um, but they had released it in Europe prior to hiring me in a small run. They released it and it was really bad. Like the artwork was like real bad clip art. It was like a break dancer, but it was like this mm -hmm. stick figure, like terrible clothing, nothing hip hop at all. And it was like clip art. And they hired me for the fact that I knew the culture and I knew hip hop, I knew clothing, the right type of look and attitude, and just to write the the correct aesthetic to represent hip hop as a b-boy game is really important. And you can't really buy that. Like that has to be kind of like a culturally exactly. like known thing, you know. Hip hop is something you really can't fake. It's like when you see it and it's done and like, oh, this is gonna be the hip hop episode of like Blossom. It's like <laughs> it's like yeah, Wait, what's it's, Blossom? Yeah, it's gonna be like corny as shit. Yeah, but it's yeah, like yeah. it's either real or it's not, you know. It's and especially with stuff like a video game, especially because of all the negative connotation that comes with hip hop. If you're gonna throw those words out there, you might as well deliver on them if you do like this yeah. like shitty version you're, you're serving nobody it's like you know right it's like uh something something done by macklemore no <laughs> i don't want to diss him but you know like some people like him uh but no like the whole freddie you remember fred flintstone rapping on the commercial is like oh Fruity, yeah on the cookie uh, cocoa pebbles yeah, yeah. fruity pebbles and like cocoa pebbles and it's just corny you know so it almost makes it look bad and you're like oh man so if you do know somebody's names that's well respected in hip-hop if they're attached to the score of a movie or something i think you know when you think of things like the rizza yeah. and maybe he's on like was it kill bill or something mm -hmm. you're like all right this is gonna be kind of dope like oh right. i can't wait to hear what they do because you just know that they have a good rapport well especially as an artist rapport. yourself you know how long it right. takes to do something and you go well it's not like riz is going to shit out the score in like two hours he's he's yeah. he set some time aside and he's Definitely. he really wants to do it you know it's yeah he's going to take pride in that right. it's the reason we're still talking about ghost dog all these days it's, i mean that was it's like it's like every once yeah, in a while there are these movies where like the soundtrack like sort of outlives the actual movie and i think that's sort of yeah um, and what's that other one the space odyssey or something Oh, uh, it's like 2001 oh, two thousand and one. Space oh, Kubrick, yeah, two thousand one. Yeah, Space Kubrick, yep. and the music supposedly is like amazing, and uh, that's kind of what is it, Hans something, and he 
He did the score. I think uh, I should know this guy. He's I like, should too, because I'm a big. I literally have a. Poster but it's mostly all sound, I actually, right? I have visual. the framed in that in my room over there. I have the framed album soundtrack of 2001. So no I can shit, watch so. and tell you. I have yeah. like a room in my house dedicated to Kubrick. It's like all like Kubrick oh, stuff, wow. and I I framed the thing in there. Yeah, man. So I apparently that's all music and sound and maybe a few words too. It was all I think. Yeah, that, was all like that was so like dope. all Beethoven, but like synth. Or, so it, I haven't watched it. So it was long, so but. weird, but I told that was like one of my Kubrick movies that I would know and associate. And be like, okay, didn't he also do like Full Metal Jacket? Yeah, or Full Metal no? Jacket okay. was one for me. It came out. That was I was surprised. Movie. I was like, whoa, really? Yeah. This is crazy because it was like more of a real world instead of some like. Clockwork Orange just kind of made up and twisted, but he kind of never did the same movie twice. Like every movie was like, you know, that's amazing. Doctor Strange Love, Lolita, like um, all that. Yeah. You know, so. like unexpected, like so that Very must alive. be exciting because you don't know where he's gonna come from next. And yeah. Is he still alive? No, he actually died. It's funny, he died that. right after Eyes Wide Shut was finished, and there was actually controversy over it because so he had he he had the right to um final cut on that film. And there's a scene in that film where essentially there's an orgy going on, and it wouldn't have got rated R, but the film had to come in rated R, so they were stuck on what to do and they weren't allowed to cut anything. So they digitally put characters over it in order to contractually meet meet it and then now you can get the original cut like available now with oh that's crazy but um yeah sounds so well yeah it was that was the longest film shoot in history continuous film shoot in history of movies it just kept wasn't it ghost dog that did that no that was where there was one shoot oh maybe but this 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 film shoot went on for like went on for a year i mean like longest number of days oh you're just saying just like oh yeah being yeah. Well, what's that movie where it's all one camera shot? Is um, it I Ghost Dog where it's like that big fight scene in the beginning? Maybe. And it there just cost a movie called Rope that was all one. Or it was supposed to maybe look like all one shot, but I, I haven't seen it. But Ghost there Dog is one that's kind of a, a newer in the past few years yeah. where it's like, you see that video? Oh, that was all one take, you know, like where all the actors, everyone has to do it right. Yeah. Because there's no cutting. It's just one way. But I thought Ghost Dog was the first sort of movie that was... That opening that. scene was supposed to be like a very long one shot. I don't know too much about movies, but yeah. That sounds... So like, um, I you're doing digital art now. I mean, I knew you back in the day mostly from graffiti and stuff like that. What was that translation? What that transition like? I I've moved into the yeah. digital space the past few years. I got one of the tablets you draw on that like nice shit, and it's like it's your hand feels different and stuff. But it's some getting yeah. Busy. Like, how did you? What was your journey from from physical to digital? All right. So basically, uh, yeah, throughout my college years, I was always doing all these traditional mediums like uh, paint, you know, oil paint, uh, acrylic, watercolor, pen and ink, anything, all traditional stuff. I chose while I was doing graffiti before college, right, because I started in 1992 doing graffiti, went to college in like 95 to 2000. So I was always doing spray paint and then I picked up airbrush on my own. And I do still, I've been at Airbrush for like two decades. So I do a lot of fine art. Like say if I was to do a a portrait of somebody, very highly realistic, or some sort of canvas painting, a lot of times that would be my fine art would be like Airbrush, where spray paint will be a little more raw and gritty and larger and bigger. Uh, So, and I use a little bit of brush too, but I love Airbrush. So then those were kind of tools under my belt. 
And I always would look at the computer room and be like, oh, I hear about that Photoshop stuff. This is before iPads, before cell phone, like touchscreen. Yeah. And because uh, I graduated in 2000. So I knew that there was something going on with the comic books that I was starting to see coming out. Image yes. comics. Yeah. Yeah. And you I could was tell, you could tell the yeah. shit. It was There'd a weird colored. time in comics where like everything looked a little wonky. Like, yeah, know? it was like gradients, like beautiful, like, you know, real oh, gradients. Yeah, That's yeah. what I mean. Like, so image comics were the ones who their coloring was definitely painted in the computer. And I was like, but it looks like real brush strokes, but like some of the gradients were just everything was like saturated, like everything was just nice, you know, it wasn't like watercolory or regular textures from traditional mediums so i respected it and i was like okay i see that a hand is moving that color i just don't know how it's getting done and then i started to see the tablets that they didn't really have the tablets that you draw on the monitor right the, but they the had little, them on the yeah. desk i had one of those. I, I never yeah. get used to it so i got i finally long story short got in took a photoshop class but i used to walk by the class and be like oh that's not real art that's like that's fucking computer shit, you know? But like I said, when I saw the coloring in the comics done, they had traditional pen and ink on top of, but the coloring was still an artist painting. And I go, that still looks like natural to me. I like that. So let me find out what this pen is all about. And let me try that class. And yeah, it sucked. Like you'd have to have it down and then you just look and you just follow your mouse move around but you hand-eye coordination you just be drawing in front of you some people would hold it off to the side and they'd be like drawing to i couldn't do that yeah but I've yeah so that too it's weird um it's yeah so so i just started there um my first two pieces in photoshop like one was like a girl playing the piano like kind of a cool like characterized semi-realistic when i started I made this this piano, but you could see the plugs and, and all the chords in the front of the, and I got into making all these little circles and plugs and buttons and LED lights. And I was all in, like with the glow and, and like to simulate that kind of fade and that glow of like a really bright center with a nice colorful green or something. That was hard to do. And you can only do that with airbrush, that nice fade. Mm -hmm. But with the computer, you could do these beautiful little like, you know, effects and, and cool things that I was like, that's what's up. Like the quality. I love it. So I started to get into that in my last year. So that's what kind of entered me into digital art. And then I graduated and I was like, all right, well, and then I basically learned on my own. Like everything after that was just lots of tutorials through books, because back then YouTube wasn't super big. And it was kind of hard to get like like you couldn't stream videos right. and just watch stuff on the drop. YouTube the was basically books for dummies. Th that's what. We yeah, had. yeah, <laughs> yeah. And you would. It was a lot of clips and low quality. Nothing was like, 10k or 2k. Like nothing was high quality. And so, but you would just order a book, and read tutorials on the software, and then it would be outdated by the time the book came yeah. to you, you know, and all that. And by the time you finished reading it, the software would update, but. Not to be all like frustrating that shit Yeah, was. it was annoying as fuck. You'd be on the train like reading a fucking book while it's shaking around yeah. and you go home and forget what the hell you read. Because yeah. now you have to sit down and actually do it on the computer. So so anyway, that kind of got me into digital record covers and um rave flyers. I used to do rave flyers a lot. Oh shit. I was a, a lot big of, raver. That's yeah, I used to be a big like raver too since the 90, 92. I went to like so many. I went to like all the like primary rays like blue and green and red and all those and uh so i kind of would get hired to do the 
ray flyers because printing was still big people still yeah. passed out physical flyers so i would get hired to like design a rave flyer uh get them printed in the thousands and see them all over the floor and the party and and rolled up in people's you know it would just be yeah on people's I, walls and it was i still have to... some i actually found some rave flyers a few days ago that i was like i gotta find nice. these like they're, they're so like they're yes. so cool looking you know yeah it's such a memorabilia so it was a different time back then. Everything was about printing, even record covers. So I started to slowly get hired. Like I dropped something uh, out of Boston for uh, Biscuit Head Records, which is a record store in Boston. That sounds so familiar. God, I haven't heard yeah. that in a long time. So they sold a lot of hip hop and yeah. DJ Bruno, who's he? he's a major house DJ here, mm -hmm. uh, kind of like godfather of Boston's house scene. He just had a record store near Newberry Street and... Uh, on mass Ave, and he also sold a lot of hip-hop so a lot of people would go there and they'd have in stores and signings and different things so it's kind of like house and hip-hop coming out of there yeah. but it was actually a lot mostly hip-hop um before that uh other one out of boston what was it called there uh there was one on mass Ave that i remember going to buy tickets for raves there um I it was like hip-hop something or yeah oh there was underground hip-hop that was right by northeastern that um, maybe that's what i'm thinking Quest. of yeah, um, that's what I'm talking about. Remember Rise? You ever go to Rise like the after hours? Yeah, yeah, Boston? yeah. I used to that, go to that. That was it's crazy. Yeah, I'd be was, like, yeah, it was a little bit too wild for me. But I, I, you know, if you're on the first floor, you're like, whoa, real overwhelmed. But second floor was cool. But I'd go there a few times, you know, if we really want to keep going. But yeah, it was like Avalon's closing, and it's like yeah, it's like, like back in the days, you could smoke in the clubs. I, I remember just coming home from the clubs with like reeking of cigarette smoke in yeah. my hair and shit. Imagine that. That's amazing. Like all those times. Yeah, yeah you close like. And then with all the, there was so much smoke in the room. All the lasers looked cool. You don't see that shit anymore. Where yeah, it's you don't like, see that um, you know, ambience. And, uh, I mean, I'm happy not to be breathing in the smoke. But yeah, yeah. Wrong. It was nasty, like your whole body. Even if you go out to a restaurant sometimes, remember, you, people yeah. would be smoking in the restaurant. There was a uh, place called the Iron Lung Cafe um, right by in in, in, um, in BU, like right, right near where I lived there senior year. And it was right when the smoking ban came in. They were trying to fight it because like our entire point is that you can smoke here and they're like yeah, yeah our point is that you can't <laughs> like, right and they had to i think close but right and then did uh you know like the whole like uh vaping and like remember how they would have all those smoke shops at stores do yeah. they still allow that I think I so. know that was a tough problem because they already invested and then all of a sudden you couldn't do there it. There was or that maybe... time where you couldn't get it. But then I think I think I'm sure commerce beat out like I quit smoking and stuff like about 15 years ago. So I, the further yeah. I can stay away from that. news. Yeah, I, I don't smoke neither. I stopped smoking like uh, weed actually like eight years ago. That was really hard to do. Yeah. Most of my whole life I was smoking blunts like all day and day, like three blunts to the head, two blunts a day, three blunts a day. And um all my life you know I'm 47 so i had to stop like eight years ago just get my shit together i was like that for a long yeah. time too now i cut down and now i'll take like an edible or something at night but That's it's cool. like even that it's like because the smoking i saw the news came out today that snoop dogg is quitting smoking weed or at least he posted yeah there's a lot Instagram of i'm saying that it's everywhere that a lot of people are sharing that and and uh i thought it was his official page i actually sent it to my buddy who was having trouble stopping starting stopping and he's always kind of talking about like celebrities that still function and they're like, well, Snoop Dogg smokes and he's a millionaire or, or Joe Rogan, or, you know, and I'm like, I know, but like, 
yeah. there's probably been mad times where things have gotten fucked up or you know because i'm being honest like i know my like you know if you smoke all day and day there's times where you'd be like so groggy so tired gotta yeah. take naps or you just fucking twisted you're, and distorted. You're never getting a good night's sleep and it would snowball. So it's like one bad yeah. night's sleep turns into a slightly worse night's sleep. MC Imagine Surge talked about that a lot. He had a, weed, he had a really bad problem with weed. And he, um, yeah. yeah. And now to each his own. Like, I'm not going to sit here and be like, wah, wah. Like, because no. I loved it most of my whole life. And not everyone's like an addictive personality like myself. Like, I like go hard on anything when it comes to like liquor. That's what I'd be like. Yeah. Where's the after party? Where's this not? Me too. Family, that's why I don't drink. <laughs> yeah, and I used to pound that. And then when I stopped drinking like 15 years ago, I picked up the weed even more heavy. So it was like I couldn't get enough. It's like I'd just be like, so lucky I kind of stopped right around when the dab started to come out. And because you know, it just comes in all different forms, but I'm like a very like push something all the way till it actually hurts me. And yeah. then I kind of push it away until I'm free again. And then I'm sort of back to ground zero of like just my natural ability. And I'm not better or worse than anyone else. I still got problems. I still got other types of addictions or fixations and yeah. fucked up shit about me. And, you know, we all kind of escape in our own ways. Life is tough. So, yeah, but like, I'm not saying nothing like that. But uh, I wonder, you know what I'm saying? Because I also heard a lot, read a lot of comments with the Snoop thing. It's like, yeah, he's did that like seven times. You know, he's trying to promote a new vaping uh, product. He, it says, I stopped smoking. But it doesn't say what. So yeah. what if it's a vape? Anyway, it's you know what? It's like, all good to each. If you're Snoop, own. you can afford to blow up your life and image now and do whatever the fuck you want. It's like what up, cat? Yeah, it's you, Chloe. You She's meowing. What's up, Chloe? Um, yeah, like that's what I mean, though. But like, imagine being somebody with so many businesses, so many millions of dollars, and so many responsibilities and people, employees, all that. Like. I don't I don't know how yeah, that like, is something blazed all the time. Too. I don't know. They must have a lot of L's that they take and yeah, they just kind of keep rolling with it because they're just like, whatever, yo. Yeah. Like, I saw you know, do you know you must know Hush, right? Yeah, yeah. He just quit smoking Hush. weed in August. He he had posted that recently. And he and the, he that dude is so I just commented today on on what he wrote. Yeah. He's so like I was so surprised, wall, yeah, because like, he used to he used to yeah. smoke heavily. That was well, he, his whole he's always the hard worker. The the kid has like taught himself so much stuff, and I'm very and it's like he just is so, he figures shit out. So I'm really curious to see like him kick it to the next. If level. he'll up his game, yeah, yeah, I think he will, and I think it's a good age because like I kind of came to my realization seven eight years ago i'm 47 so right around when i turned 40 i was like i gotta stop this shit because you know i'd be like blaze a whole blunt to the head and then i'd yeah. be popping adderalls to like wake me back up and then what, what i call the um the hit uh the the what, what I, I had a name for that um crack it the hippie out. speed the hippie speedball is what I yeah call it. the adderall that's, cra that's crackhead that's all well, yeah no doubt and i'd stay up two days in a row and i'd just be because back when i stopped it was before it was legalized here yeah and so I lived in New York for six years and you could just text somebody and they come out on a bike and they have yeah. little briefcases of all high grade, like four or five different versions of strains. And you could just choose. And it was just like, you just text somebody. So it was basically straight out of half baked. <laughs> it was, yeah. It was exactly like that movie. It was so funny to actually live it and be like, this is what happened in that movie. And this yeah. is really what it is. And I'm friends with all of them. That was their job. They just be out on their bikes. It was like a fleet. And it was reliable and it was so it felt like it was legal anyway to me because I was living that life for six years, uh, just getting it delivered. At, you know, it'd take a little while, but it would come to me. Right. 
or whatever. We all can get it. So it doesn't matter if it's legal or if it's not. And it doesn't matter how it's packaged or how you consume it. Like if either it's a dab or whatever the fuck it's sprinkled fucking, I don't know, put into a, a humidifier yeah. in the air. Like you, once you're in there and you're high, once you get it, like I said, I don't want to ruin no one's high on this fucking podcast. <laughs> no, too serious. It's all true but stuff, basically man. now you're high. So it doesn't matter if it's legal or not. Now it's like, does it affect your life or does it kind of like, right. So I do think you have, I have more potential now, more like enthusiasm and energy and less, I used to call it weed math. Cause you'd always be like figuring out like how much you got to get this. Eh, are I they going to have some, yeah. and it's like mine. And I don't want to share because then, then, uh, right, they then it all adds or, up and I'm already spending way too much. Yeah. And, or know. sticks is like, this is seeds and sticks. And oh, I just paid. And then you're like, well, I'll be back in an hour and you go for four hours. And then it's like all this math. Yeah fucking it's like a i don't have to deal with shit like that no more like i don't yeah. think of any of that all day long george carlin had a quote he's like there's no better feeling than looking in the rearview mirror seeing a cop and knowing you don't have a trunk full of cocaine <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah it's like considering how much people smoke in their cars imagine yeah it's like uh, you know yeah it, it feels good to just not it's it's not even like a comparison thing it just doesn't enter my zone like i'm not a I think when you when you change gears in life or a track and you just get a little bit further away from something, yeah. it just becomes distant People and you just kind of keep than, moving. And they give themselves credit for it. It's yeah. like even like I find with my diet and stuff, I'll just make a decision. And it's like you get used yeah. to it in a very – people get used to things in a very short period of time if they dedicate themselves to it. And it's like – Yeah, you can weeks, change. It's like two weeks. It's like – It's just a little suffering. Yeah, like yeah, you, you go you through – Crazy dreams. Maybe you sweat a little bit. Yeah, it's, it is two weeks of hell and lots of hard dreams. And then yeah. some dreams Dude, you dreams, think you though, smoked. Yeah. Some things you think you smoked and you wake up you're like, fuck, I just – Oh yeah, the, the smoke. Yeah, Elton John yeah, yeah. said he still to this day has at least one dream a month about doing cocaine, and yeah. it's like the guy's been sober forever. It's a hell of a drug, man. Yeah, man. It's yeah. It, those dreams are pretty wild, though. The, the they are dreams. very real, and you and you wake up guilty, or you feel like yeah. shamed, and you're like, no, and then you're like, wait, oh, that wasn't even real. So, uh, I remember college and everything, going back to a little bit of school and like you know midterms and then you have yeah. like finals and it's so stressful and you're like trying to study and cram up i remember i used to wake up thinking i had some sort of midterm or some sort of but i already graduated you know so it took me a while to get over i had so many of those dreams trauma. i, I was dreams like every once uh, in a while yeah like you're like i gotta write this paper oh yeah. no and i have like, the i'm at school and it's the done, last day dude. and i don't don't know where my classes are and all that <laughs> stuff it's like I have, i've had that dream a ton of times it's, it's yeah pretty it's wild. been a too long for me now but because i graduated in 2000 that's 23 four Same years <laughs> wow you still have them yeah well i think must have what, been really what late with that is, homework i have those dreams when i um when i'm going through a, a portion of my life where i'm not acting up to my maturity level or for some reason i'm just and that's when i start having those dreams and they start telling it's me like your subconscious is yeah. trying to be like oh yeah buddy you're slacking and then and then you you stress about things that maybe aren't even happening i think it is a good thing uh somehow it's like your coach like your your spirit yeah. saying like you could do better you could do better yeah so 
that's funny stuff. Now people just get chat GPT to do their papers for them. And imagine how easy it but is. But now to teachers are getting chat GPT to, to determine if, if the students used it. Like, because <laughs> um, where I work, we're, oh. we're getting into AI. And um, it's uh, how, how do you feel about AI and art? Did I see something you posted the other day where yeah. you were, we were taking something and, and amplifying it a little bit? Like, what's, what's right? The, so I've been utilizing it, but I. This has been about a year, like, what would you say, four to six months now? We've been kind of going through this whole AI yeah. movement. It's been going on for a while, but, but, but I was up. totally like, what the fuck is happening when it first came out? And I made a few videos on my YouTube about how I thought about it. What I always thought about everything, even with Photoshop and digital art, some people are like, that's not real art. That's you doing the computers helping you. And I'm like, yeah, but I'm using the pen and I'm actually drawing with this digital paint. No, but that's not. I mix my yeah. paint. I people go buy who know it. not oh, well, real artists. Yeah, yeah but you know, but it took a while for people to adjust, and they didn't really like it. And it same with like horse and carriage and a bike and a car and a mo motor right. vehicle, and like there's good and bad in all of it. So it's like I could drive all the time and never go out and walk and get physical exercise. I could always really get heavier in my belly and get, you know, no, no body movement, no kind of right. Or you sit in front of a play video games all day or watch, remember sitting down watching Saturday morning cartoons or any cartoons and you'd be on your couch and you'd be hypnotized. But like after a yeah. while, you'd feel this haunting feeling of like, exactly. you'd hear something outside. You'd be like, I got to go out. Like there's something not right. But you I feel zoned. a little bit of guilt. A yeah, bit. you were like guilt, 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 guilt and shame. <laughs> you would, you could feel the tipping of like, there's too much of this going on. Yeah, I got to go out and go get in the dirt or do it something. It happens going. like right in here. I almost feel like the pinching yeah. on both sides. We're just like, no, get weird. Up, get up. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you can kind of sense when you're overdoing something. So I think with digital art, it's the same way. When I am drawing on the computer for too long. I sometimes have to go out and do some graffiti or mix some paint and actually use a brush and stand, stand up versus sitting down. All these kind of things. I think it's the same with anything. Eating too much, chill out on that sugar or chill out on the fast food. Maybe buy some veggies and cook from home for a little while. I've been eating out too much. Maybe I should cook, too, you know, so I've been watching too many movies. Maybe I should write that script, like right. let it out, not take it in. Right. So I think same with art. So with AI, so like, this is how I thought of it. So I was really pissed on that the fact that it was trained on everything, like all other real artists, yeah. all other that's photographers. A, that's the sticking point that a lot of people That's the hardest part to get over. And I, and I definitely, there's no turning back though. Right. This is the fact. They did scour and they did train and model off of however they call it, right? They, they right. train off of. Just like my brain has done with every piece of art I've ever seen. And that's another way to look at it. So I'm an artist, right? So I can look at, I'm a physical human being, but I can analyze artists that I look up to, idols that I have. I can steal their style or emulate their style. To be honest, that's what I do. I emulate their styles. And I feel artists, them, we're and illusionists. We're real creative. artists, we yeah. filter dope shit that we love and we're attracted to that we relate to and we filter it through and we try our best to make something like it or better than or come up with a new version of that and that's how mcs do it if you listen to hieroglyphics like they sound similar the way they rap because they hang around each other or maybe wu-tang there's certain east coast styles but they have their own flavor on it swing on it and their own tinge of recipes so I kind of look at it like, okay, I can't stop this AI beast thing. And I understand, but I don't think a cop, like 
just if you could bear with me also people out there because there's something that i didn't like about just typing in prompts and then it's starting to frankenstein and put together some art and then you right. being like yeah that's my art i didn't like that i'm like that's not really true it's not really art it's sort of it's orchestrated, but it's kind of like a director telling a bunch of people to I do stuff. I think it's like Iron Man with Jarvis, where he's in there going, where he's in there with his mind going, okay, now move this over here. And then he yeah, steps in that, and does it. It is kind of like that. I try to think of it where it's your assistant and not, it's you're, you're not working for it, it's working for you. Right. And you're, you know, you're in command of that's this true. Until that's it takes true. us over and kills us all, which probably won't happen. Right. Until and next that's, year. that might happen too, you know? Yeah. So, but so the AI that I've been, you said that I've been getting into it now. I was never totally against it, but I was never 100% for it. But I do accept it. So I, in Photoshop, when I draw, I could utilize stealing images and I could run a filter on it and I could do some outlines and, and sort of cheat and be like, yeah, I just painted that. Or I could chop it. If I need a pose of a woman and, and I don't really have a, a, a girlfriend at that time or a woman or I don't get the right pose, I may have to take a bunch of models online and maybe I need her arm up. And she's doing a deodorant commercial. I don't know. But like I need to go find an arm up. I may even have to take a photo of myself and then, yep. and then make it skinnier and more feminine and chop it and put it onto the body and the face that I like. So or I take three photos some, and put them together. Like, yeah. like So like I'm doing that kind of stuff anyway. So that's kind of what AI is doing. It's chopping and pasting and doing all these kind of things. But so what I've gotten into is this thing. It's on, it's a lot of AI, I guess, I guess has it, but you can upload your own art and your own sketch. And then you have a scale of zero to a hundred. So zero is, completely ai it won't even look at your sketch 100 is it's gonna look at your sketch and just clean it and yeah. sort of analyze it and and sort of perfect it also by the prompts that you put so you could be like smooth streamlined futuristic car lamborghini uh transformers whatever so i'll put in some graffiti and i'll outline it and it literally will fill in the front faces the 3d but it might give some techie transformer paneling and little bolts and nuts but the more i bring it to the zero to where it's more ai driven it's going to completely change my sketch to a morphed version right in the middle it's almost like it doesn't say life it's like this weird ass shit yeah, but when i bring letters it, it's yeah it's terrible with letters until i started doing it and that's what i mean is like it's crazy when you can actually so the software i'm using i'll just say it is viscom.ai it's very pushed on helping the artist use the AI. So what it's like doing is like, it's literally analyzing your photo. So uh, you'd have to go look and and see what I'm talking about. Like I even have a YouTube video analyzing like my drawing of a character. He's got these big ears and he's this long head, like a high top fade, like the old nineties hair, hairdo. Kid and play. It, yeah, kid and play. And it like fills in skin tones and volume, right? Light and shadow and skin tones. But it literally keeps the same volume and yeah. shape, the high top, everything. And it's like, it's amazing. So what it's kind of doing is like filling in based off of what is reality. Like there's a light bulb here. You can see on my face, the highlight there, the volumes there. You could yeah. say like red light below chin. And, you know, it'll take that same character drawing and you can make a few. So you can also use pen and draw on it. So you set up layers inside of the app. And you draw like the red light and maybe you put a light source and you type in like LED under chin and it will literally light it up. It's amazing the way, but 
it's all about like if you're going to go all the way to the 100 then you're all in ai world and it's going to give you some like mostly asian funny but like a woman an asian woman like with this lit up under chin and like it's like you're uncanny valley at that point yeah so i just try my and then you can also select things and edit them and be like so say if I have an L, right, and there's a 3D part, say if I want the back part, if it looks like a speaker and maybe I want black plastic and metal front, you could select the 3D part and that back panel, you could literally say like brown leather and it will put it in there, but with the right shading and the right lighting. It's it's crazy. So yeah. it's really, uh, you know, it's an, it's an amazing thing that I'm looking at as a tool, but it can be a, tr- a crutch if you lean on for too much that's that's like anything auto-tune like that's like a dj that presses the sync button too much and he kind of forgets how to beat match he knows how to beat match but maybe he just needs he just wants to get to the next mix and he's just gonna put it in and there's similar bpm and he's just gonna hit the match and then it matches up he's done the hard shit before like myself i've done all the hard rendering of painting but this kind of stuff man i mean i could show you examples like i could share my screen but it's like it's crazy man like the shit that that it can do and within seconds like i did like monkey man like half monkey half man i drew this samurai looking monkey man and he's like this and uh i already did him and i already drew him i put that in and i made the slider slightly more ai it gave me like a realistic version and it was like half man half monkey it was like wow kind of like the planet of the apes looking dude yeah <laughs> but better because mine had like this sort of hip-hop-y clothing with like a vest and like neon on his like the cyber uh video game there like neon on his on his collar bro like the shit it was giving me and then i was like feminine like and then it was so it was still giving me a girl with kind of like monkey ears and sort of like a monkeyish look but i mean i almost want to show you now but i don't yeah. know if like Feel the screen free. no i've done it before yeah it should so work. the screen sharing all right what so this is you said this is viscom um dot ai yeah viscom dot ai and it's all private too that's the difference with this mid journey and stable diffusion they all go through like discord so anyone could get your images this is literally can you see my screen now uh no you can share screen oh okay so uh i'm i am looking at this website though it's pretty freaking wild Hey, so sure. Chrome, I guess, is this go. showing Chrome? Yep, I can see it now. All right, so look, this this right here, I just got to move some stuff. This is my art, right? This is my real piece that I did. This is real 3D, real sculpted. Every little bit of her is sculpted. All these sculpted pieces. Sculpted as in, so this is... What, so, so Sculpted in this software called ZBrush. Uh, it's a digital sculpting software. So is that so, so is that if you can you turn that around and see the back? Yeah, of the yeah, yeah. I'm not in that software right, right now. But yeah. But like if I uh, let me know if this is only showing uh I believe this is only showing sorry, I can't think out loud. It's a Chrome, right? It's not showing everything, right? It's just showing your Chrome. There's some like open browsers at the top, but I can't even see what they are without my glasses. All right. But yeah. just trust me that trust me that she is like 3D right now. This is a still version, but like wow. I had to spit like all those little pores, her lips, all the little bumps on her lips are my sculpting up and down, up and down. 
this so when you shaped, say sculpt like can you kind of uh, all right let me share hold on let me stop sharing that and then share Z, like a browser so zbrush all right okay i'm in zbrush right look this is a this is a this is what I mean by things when you take the easy way out or this is a preset easy, right? Yeah. It's already built. You do a me. lot with that. Yeah. You could do a lot. You could go. Now I just subdivided it. Right. So if you look real close, there's all these uh, polygons, right? Mm. If I subdivide it, meaning I chop it up. Now it's smoother. You see that difference? Mm -hmm. Very. You see the polygons, how they're yeah. like big, big. And then I'm going to chop it up to where there's many millions of polygons and it's smoother. You see the difference? Wow. So you you just, it's slicing every square into four and then into eight and then into 16 and up and up and up and up till it's really high resolution. And you could do sculpting like this. Jesus right? Christ. You imagine how long it would have taken to do that, what you just did when James Cameron made Terminator 2. <laughs> like, I know. It's crazy. That would have but, taken six months to do what you just did. <laughs> but check this out, right? So say if I want to make a pause, right? I'm going to do big ones, but pause. And I can go one, two, three, four, and I can move all around and make a pause. Or I could literally take a little alpha, like a shape, like a black and white shape, and I could set the brush to spray and it sprays them. Wow. It's just taking one thing and duplicating it all around. So there's, this is why I'm not mad at this computer or any kind of digital tools because they're innovative and helpful. Like if I want to make a bunch of bricks, it's going to take forever, but I could take one or two since they're monotonous sort of things. Right. And just duplicate. Yeah. Yeah. So that's all. I just think a lot of these laborsome but this is how you sculpt in 3D, you know? Well, the thing is, it's like with any sort of technology, there's going to be people that are good at it and people that are bad at it. And it's like, in the end, it's like the people that are good are going to show you why it's really art and like not right. just something doing something. It's like, it's like there's going to be a competition to be the best at AI art and they should use it. Yeah. So, so now that we're going to go back to this now, right? I 100% agree that. Are you taking the easy way out or are you using it as your bitch? Like, are you being its bitch and going to front like, oh, yeah, I did that. Like, I took a bunch of loops and I threw them together. That's my song. It's like, really? Like, yeah. did you? Or, okay, I could give you some credit, but what if you take the MIDI and what if you play some of it? What if you take your make your own bass lines? What if you chop the loops and, and assemble them in a better, more unique, authentic way? I could give you a little more respect. I love right. sampling, but I also think sometimes it is... Literally just taking something that was already good and adding doper drums and doper. Well, your things. your but, new U track really did six stuff oh. with samples. I love that song, man. That beat, thanks, like, man. Thanks, that, thanks. I like the happy, it, like that one. It would like flip. It, I mean, that's a sample that I the vocal sample is obviously one you recognize. Yeah, but vocal, like you flipped it in a really yeah, like yeah. unique way. It's, I yeah, Buster it. Rhymes. Yeah, yeah. So back to thanks, man. I'm glad you know that song. Yeah, like a lot of times, like I treat visual art, my music is the same way. I've been doing that for 12 years. You just get better and better. And like I used to take loops from, I started in GarageBand and I would grab those loops and I'm like, oh, wow, cool. It's syncing up. And I was like, but I don't like the kick or I don't like the snare in that. It sounds weak, like a rock and roll snare. I want like a hard, grungy hip hop type snare. So this other loop would have that kind of snare, but the other maybe drums I didn't like, the hi-hat and the kick. So I would chop it so i would just get the snare and then i would yeah. place it in volume yeah. you know basically reassemble new things and so 
well, I think when you get into that craft of it, so mm -hmm. this is for me, like, this is AI looking at my drawing after just clicking one button, right? And just look at the emotional spectrum that changed. It's like the eyes are so much, it's like, it's an entire different expressive, right. but it's still the same base drawing. That's incredible. But that was uh, their painterly version. So this is 100%. It's going to look at my art right here, right? Mm -hmm. I'm going to click render within two seconds. Let's see what it gives us. Or, I mean, not two seconds. Oh, my bad. I got to press the button. Uh, but this little zoom thing is in the way. Hmm. How do I move that? All right. Generate. So yeah. it's going to analyze what I got. And then it's going to give me a version. But it's going to be 90. Wow. See how it almost looks like Asian, yeah. right? So it's 90% yeah. my art. Now watch when I put it like 50% my art and 50% not my art. Watch what the twisted ass shit is going to give you. It's crazy. So this is a little different than I would say generalized AI. Look at that. It's like. But that's still, that looks, I mean, I mentioned Uncanny Valley before. That doesn't look that bad in terms, I mean, it looks good. It doesn't, it yeah. looks like, I mean, yours looks very human, but that's um, it's pretty impressive. I'm going to give you an example, a better example. So you have to type in and specify. See how that was like a, a yeah. generalized Asian looking woman? This one I wrote, Brazilian woman, brown skin, half monkey, half hoodie, right? I know that sounds fucking weird, but bro, yeah. like, you're like, hey. We're in weird times, <laughs> hey, we're in, man. We're in weird times. <laughs> what's this? So I'm going to go down into the history. If it it's taking a moment, it's probably it's like. Moment. We're online too and like streaming. Oh yeah, I'm definitely I'm I'm pushing every time I get a computer, I'm pushing the boundaries of it way too fast. So bro, like this uh this is my well <gasps> that's my art, but it has a rendition. I gotta find my love those uh, colors. Man, that that pink, the pink and blue combination like that always gets me. It's fucking gorgeous. Yeah, that that kind of neons and yeah. Let me I love just that shit. all right. I'm gonna bring this in, right? So this is my real sculpture. I actually did this, sculpted his nose, sculpted the hair. This is sort of uh, and his hands praying, right? Yeah. I did all the lighting. It's all in Blender. I set up the blue and the glowing headphones. I did the right. Uh -huh. I brought this in, and look at the kind of stuff it gives you when it looks and analyzes i went from hold on sorry i'm just like yeah. there's a lot going on that monkey image brought me to her wow but i'm going to show you like the history of of like every time i clicked and wrote in different prompts and i did how much percentage dude it's crazy so it's that white one looks th pretty this crazy. one it's really looking at my art and trying like to oh, simulate it, but give it more of sort of a painty look. Yeah. This one's getting a little more realistic because I'm bringing the lever and it's starting to mix real hair, real sort of people's skin, right? And then like, look at this dude, a woman, wow, a girl, beautiful. but the same lighting and the same idea. But it's like, now I started to type in like, uh female ninja monkey style whatever right bro as i keep going and going like it's just and i'm talking about seconds like within seconds it'll spit me out that look at the headdress like alone like her headgear the variety of like choices of like 
that's a heart, right? I'm going to give you maybe, I'll go way down. Look at this. This is like completely, it's monkey girl sort of painty looking. This one was, I typed in like Indian and it was like giving me more of an Indian girl, but it still looked twisted, right? And then, oh, wait until you see these yeah, dudes. The look, this now. is like more of like a uh -huh. realistic dude. Now think about it. Look at all the whole... detail on the fingers it added. Yeah, that, bro. That just added all that whole new dimension. I mean, the, the fingers are a little messed up. Right, but like, yeah. you know, fingers like look are... at the flowers on his like shoulders. It's kind of feminine, right? So obviously there's things you would, but like the ears, it took my headphone ears and thought that I thought that they were like light, like glowing behind a human's ears. But since I had the words monkey, man, it's given me monkey style ears. But dude, watch when I even go further on to the AI. This is like a different girl, and and somehow the AI was giving me gloves and hands. So like, I'm not mad at this shit. Like to know that, say, if you're gonna come up with a whole right. like aliens movie, and you need the team of spaceship people and their outfits. Look at like the clothing, right? That it's giving me all based off of my monkey uh, that I had. This yeah. is like tweed, whatever, like wool. Watch, look at this little fucking outfit. Yeah. Like, look at that coat. Like, I'd wear that. I know right. I'd rock that. So uh and again, like the this I kind of went back more to my drawing on the scale of zero to a hundred. I was kind of like, no, you know, it's getting too far away. This one is really dope. You know, you'd have to fix up her the little glowing things on her ears. Her hands, their fingers are still messed up. So an artist like myself would have to come in. But I started to type in more words like cyberpunk, cyber world futuristic uh military dude watch though it's so weird how for years of for most of our lives we heard ai is coming <laughs> and like it just seemed like it was just like oh ai will eventually be here and now it's just here and it's like it's here even faster than i could have imagined look at this like boy kind of girl looking sort of like young oh dude this one was way more on the monkey side what wow. like come on bro that's like incredible this thing yeah. i'm saying i pressed the button and it gave me that in seconds like i could click so this is the history and then it brought me back to mine which is totally weird like some people would post that and be like that's awesome me right. i wouldn't do that like but i the aesthetic the idea is okay this one's kind of fucking cool this dude looks like he should be in a movie like yeah look at the head the glasses on his head that just put that there by seeing stuff that was in my art. This That's is the guy that based... takes you to meet the other guy. Yeah, exactly. He takes you in that little between ship. Mm -hmm. But think about the lighting. It's still paying respect to like my glowing underneath the purples and the blue tones. And like I said, like, so then, bro, I started to go way out of this. And I got to her. So look at this weird ass shit. <laughs> Wow. That was way on the AI side and it starts giving you this trippy shit and I'm like, um oh, What's kind of weird about it too is that no is that like the, it keeps a consistent emotional tone amongst the pictures. Like they it, it's somehow though it's doing all these different things, it's making decisions that somehow lead to a consistent tone, which is yep. interesting. So this I just spit her back out of the history, put her on the top layer, right? Cuz there's all these layers, right? Yeah. Sorry, just a second. No, that's cool. So this is the layers, you know, that was, if I wanted to make her elf ears, right? I could literally, so I take the paintbrush 
I select, sorry, I select colors and I draw in some ears and I try, you know, I'm an artist, so I know how to do yeah. this kind of shit, right? And I draw it in roughly even. I mean, obviously, like I can I'm doing this for a demo right. for you, yeah. but I could go in there and get all like I fancy. trust that you can draw a better ear than that if you uh <laughs> Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So I just dope, want, I want like... the idea. But I'm given the basic idea, right? Yeah. That there's some stuff going on there. I'm gonna move it over here. Real just give me a sec just to get it kind of right. I love one. Now my bad. Uh so then you select. I like everything else in there, right? Mm -hmm. And you could select and only edit. You shift select. And then I have to, you know, I'll type in like, uh, so it still has my old prompts and it looks at the words from the beginning. So I'm going to write like elf ears uh, backlit, right? Mm -hmm. And now there's a render mode, which will give you a lot of AI or 100% your art, but still AI influence. And then there's refine mode. It's going to look at your drawing and refine it exactly. So it's going to give me an illustration look with, mm -hmm. with these blue and orange, very hard strokes. Or 80%, 50%, it's going to kind of look at everything and say, what does he really mean by that? Look at So I'm going to press generate. Watch within seconds what it's going to give us. And it's also going to, oh, look at the elf ears prompt. You see what it gave me? Yeah. And I don't really like say like that. So right, I'm going to go still. further into the AI and sorry. And it's going to look at my prompt more. I wrote erms. I didn't write ears. So you also got to know how to spell, right? <laughs> now it's going to try again, looking at my words and 40, 40% my art, 40%, the uh, what is it? 60% my words. But, you know, until you like it. So right. let's say, actually, so I'm refining my drawing, right? So let me refine my drawing and, cool. and say confirm. Now it's still selected. Now that I refine that, so it's actually drawn better. Now I'll go more towards the AI side since it's got a little something better to work with. And like, I mean, it's just crazy. Like within seconds, it's sort of rendering me ears. And maybe I'll have to put in something like realistic if I want that. Do you have the same problem that I've developed where now when you're drawing something with like a pencil or a pen and you make a mistake, you try to control Z it? Because I, yeah, yeah, I, it's, it's weird. I'm oh, like, like when I'm doing spray paint, sometimes I'll yeah. want to like, but like literally Z. like, cause my pen has the, has the undo right on it. My, my digital pen, I reach for it on my regular pen and I'm like, what, what did I do to myself? Like what, like, right? Like, how did I end up here? <laughs> Oh, totally. Like, especially when I'm in the digital zone. So, like, see how if it I'm works like, someday, then I'll know I'm in the matrix. Yeah. Like, you know how they have computers now that can tell? They have AI that can tell what you're thinking. Somehow it's set up and, and it knows. It could, like, if you think of a cat, it, it'll, like, draw the cat and it'll, or wow. say if you're looking at, I think if they did a test with you looking at the cat and then it knows what you look. I don't know, man. This shit's crazy. Yeah. I'm like, are you serious? So, you know, this is like, it's kind of working, but it's giving me a little bit mutated look at weird looking, but you could type in better things. Like I could even say like mechanical, like metal ears. And um, it's going to like, give me something that looks like they're literally like cyborg metal. But 
to me, like, you know, this is like something you would want to go in. But what I was trying to say about this Viscom stuff and this like AI that when you draw it and you have a lot of influence, like it's important to actually orchestrate it, direct it and to be able to like push it in the areas you want. Like, dude, look at that shit. Like from yeah. what it was and from what I was trying to get, it's kind of given me that, you know what I'm saying? And then, like I said, when you're an artist that you already know how to refine and paint, I could take this into Photoshop and I could bend it and, mm -hmm. and squeeze it and tighten it better. Uh, so it kind of looks a little more like the elf type of ear that I wanted, not like a golem ear. But, you know, those are like tweaks that right. it's just so what, what I'm seeing is an artist's eye. It still it still needs the artist. I definitely think so. Yeah, because also too like. um the 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 mind will reject a lot of ai art just because of how like not right it looks and it's like yeah. it does take a certain you know you, you can ruin yeah. a piece with one stroke you know and it really takes that like certain level of you know knowledge to really come up with the final product yeah and that's like so i'm going to give you another example this is like when i started to realize it's looking at my art like look at that right yeah. this character i'm going to show you the original drawing i'm going to go way down in my history and i uh, gotta find it uh well for instance like let's just do it right now on the spot so i'm gonna so this is my real drawing this black and white drawing mm -hmm. and i'm gonna go into the ai of it or look at it and i'm uh i'm not gonna refine my drawing because i already feel it's fine I typed in windbreaker collar. That was me trying to look at like his clothing and, and sort of orchestra, like direct, where do I, how do I want this sketch of clothing? So I'm not going to do any prompt. I'm going to do 90, 95% of my art, 5% AI. And it's going to give me volume, skin tone and stuff like that within like, I don't know, eight seconds. But it's going to stay within the structure of my art. It gave me some terrible shit in the back. Yeah. But if you look at like how it colored, you know, the art, it's pretty crazy. Like, it is look at the lips. Wild. So the lips are really respecting my art. Yeah. But it's just filling it in and rendering it. So I'm not saying this is good or bad. I'm just saying like, it's fucking incredible. Right. And it's kind of like, I'm still, you know, that's not obviously it's mutated and the, the to get to this character took work like i had to right. go in and draw and clean and like fix and i could do that also just straight up in photoshop so i'm not saying this is the answer or this is better it's just an interesting tool to like get out quick ideas and to do crazy shit like you know i'm not you mad still, at it. you still like as an artist or a visual storyteller and that is sort of the I mean, I don't know. I guess you, I've said it before, but you're still sort of in charge of all. There's no need to really justify because I totally, yeah. you know, totally. It's it's amazing. It's like this is giving me more AI based off of my drawing, and I don't want that. But I'm just just doing it just to be curious. Like, yeah. if I type in like, see, it's obviously yeah. way AI, right? Yeah, it's like completely. We went from like not... Will Smith to a Kardashian. Yeah, <laughs> 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 yo. So, but I could do like. This kid, look at this. It's like, because oh, there's cool. no prompt. So it's giving me female. It's giving me male. So let me write Asian male uh, hip hop 
kid, whatever, right? So, but let me undo that, shut that off. Now it's going to look at my art and do 70, 85%, but it may give him, give him a slightly Asian look. I don't know what it's going to do, honestly. Asian male, because right now he's an African-American male. So it's like, see how it's like lightening the skin tone, but it's looking at the art. So I'm just trying to say that like, it's not like, it's it's good and bad, but you have to work with it. And then you have to draw in and, and clean up and cut out. Look at this. Like, it's giving me like, yeah, it's just crazy. That, but look at the ears and the hair. Like, right. it's still, resp- it's giving me Asian hairstyle, like that type of hair. But it's giving me my character filled in with skin and wrinkles and volume. Is that bad? Is that good? I think it's pretty fucking incredible to, like, go come up with a whole scene and to do lots of things. Right. Like I drew this uh, car, and I'm only playing with this shit. I'm just seeing where it's right. going. Because we're but... in the infancy. It's like I feel like in a year from now, this is going to be so. I can't even imagine we're going to be, but it'll be so much more advanced. You know, they'll have worked out some issues. We'll be, you know, yeah. I feel like hands and words are what they really got to fix. <laughs> like this is my sketch of like yeah hands, you know, but this is my sketch of like a pumpkin, right? So I'm going to yep. select the pumpkin. And I'm gonna. I typed in stylized character face, silly big mouth. I think I was looking at those other one with the teeth showing, but um, I'm actually just gonna go 100% and see, and it'll fill it in to look like a volume. Like, it'll fill it in to be colored. It may be messed up in ways, you know, which is pretty whack. Actually, it's not that great. It doesn't understand the mouth. Yeah, yeah. just doing another version so and it definitely that's could be something twisted you could work with. i like how it's almost yeah. like smoke and this one refine kind of takes your art and refines it like just differently so anyway it's like i didn't want to make this whole podcast all about ai and no shit. It's, it's, uh, that's but this cool. is like refi- this is refining eyes. art style in a comic like you know what i mean because this yeah. was my art and it's trying to give me a comic version so this is where you could say wow ai's trained on artists right. trained on illustrators artists and it's actually say if this drawing was not that good i've seen somebody put in a kid's drawing ran this and then it gave a pretty cool looking character yeah. from the the kid's drawing you know what i'm saying um it's, i mean i think a lot of people their resistance to this is that makes them feel less special and i think and i think you got to find a yeah. way to make what you're doing special no matter what you're doing it's you know, yeah, just, you have yeah, to yourself. like, you just have to add the human element. You have to, right. it's kind of like I could uh, mix paints or I could like buy pigments and powder and do all that labor and do it. Or I could go buy right. it at Blick and it's already pre-mixed. I'm halfway there. Now I could get onto the art. But if I'm like also getting the art printed, digitally printed by a drone, now I'm not doing the art at all. Now right. I'm not painting the art. So it's like, but check out this uh, sketch, right? of this little buggy that's so cool. i'm gonna duplicate one of those my... penny racers that i remember when i was a kid and that's kind of i'm gonna move this to the top hold on one sec i hope it, it'll show interesting oh the percentage uh i gotta get a layer and put the layer underneath and 
What, what was the learning curve on, on stuff like this? I mean, so I'm somebody who's used Photoshop for 10, 15 years and like, you know, I, I'm pretty good with it. Um, what? Look at this drawing, dude. I literally drew this because I wanted to see how crude and how bad. Well, that was the original drawing? I was like, I just go, I'm going to make a buggy and in a swoop as hills. That looks and like I'm what Bill House's dad drew for Dignity on The Simpsons. Right. So now I'm just saying, this is like, but I have refined drawing. So let me just show you. So this is 100% my drawing. Obviously, let me go. I have some things written in there like SUV, blah, blah, blah. Gundam, car, realistic, glossy. And it would give me things like That's this, cool which, but it does nothing to do with my drawing. It is cool, right. but it's nothing to do with my drawing, right? Yeah. Because my drawing kind of is like a little buggy, little wind up, like a character car. So I always like, love okay. how when good artists do quick drawings, they still have this charm to them. <laughs> you know, like right. that is still better than like what a lot of people could do in like an hour. But like you see how that kind of like still sticks. So let me see it. Like I want to show you though, because I pushed it. So it wasn't the AI that get. I have to uh, cancel, and then I have to go over. It wasn't the AI that gave me this. Look at this badass little fucking yeah graffiti car. It's got personality like, to it. I got to go way down to, let me go to the history. Actually, I forgot. I can just show you every little button that I pressed, which were hundreds of times. Oh, I started because there was a challenge. It was like, type in the words like old haunted uh, space station. And you make a few squiggles and see what it gives you. And that was literally what it was giving me from, I don't know what the drawing was, but it was a few squiggles similar to my my thing, right? Yeah. And uh, as I was squiggling, I mean, I'm saying within seconds is giving me these space stations and weird ass yeah. shit. Oh, this is where right, if you're so, a background artist for comic books, you might want to start looking for a new job. Yeah. So look at this. I wrote in SUV. Oh. Remember that crude drawing? Yeah. I wrote in SUV and it gave me this little squished up That's SUV. Cool. And it reminded I liked it. I was like, it's got oh, a lot of charm I to it. I like it. You see these arches and these lines yeah. in the back? That's obviously me drawing better. And but it has almost like a Ralph Steadman feel to it, but like with like that's, a modern Wow, twist. I just looked up Ralph Steadman recently. And you know what I like about Viscom? You you can't type in artist names. It'll say, no, sorry. That's cool. We respect artists. We're trying to, you know, yeah. make sure that AI. So then remember, so this is that SUV, right? And then look at this version. This is me oh. drawing. From that SUV, I drew. It's not showing my drawing, but I right. did. I, that's my black, like black and white pen and ink drawing, and it's a little more techy and it's less like realistic SUV drawing, right? Oh, but I love it. And then look, it's starting to give me like more. And then I'm like, ah, it's cool, but I'm lost my drawing. And basically, it goes on and on to where you get deeper. Remember, those are my arches those bridges things in the background yeah and it's sort of simulating all those things like and then it's giving me these other kind of futuristic little bug i would type in the word like sand dune buggy so now it's like going through the internet weird madness or the the ai brain and it's finding nice. buggies and it's like but now it was giving me dark background and i'm like no i need like lighter back and then it gave me this super ill car which is completely different and i'm like nope that's not the way i want it I want to go back to my shit. And now look, it's kind of, and I'm going down further and further. 
to where it's starting and then i have to paint out the back to like a lighter color now i'm like okay i'm digging it it's like a little bug uh oh this is my light blue i'm painting the smoky background to bring it away from the background so i'm kind of like you know i'm basically like kind of hand redoing it redoing it this gave me like a jungle but i lost the art yeah it's like a little more illustration looking and i'm like no that's like Oh, this was like a different look at this weird thing oh. it, it put in there, but it's love trying to make colors. it. I love the colors. This was like a mode, so you could go into these kind of trippy, colorful yeah, modes, like but it's a little more illustration looking. Yeah, it's a little more like artsy, but like generic artsy, mm -hmm. and it gets away from like this is a completely stylized, artistic way. You see what I mean? So yeah. like, it's not just you just press a button and it's gonna be perfect because then like you lot you lose what you had. So now look at this. Now I'm like, oh, I love those colors and I love what it's giving me, but still the buggy is a little more generalized in this generic illustration yeah. way. Like those don't look like windows. It like doesn't something. have as much character. It doesn't, you know. So I went further and further until I started to get this. And like, it's not when you draw a layer and you show that the history is only showing you what the AI gives. My layers are my personal layers. I'd have to go, f go out, get them and then copy yeah, it yeah, yeah. and drag it up. So, but basically I would give like iterations and redraws and blah, 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 all the way until I came up with this little dude. And like those windows are badass. Like, but it also has to do with the prompts I put in the type of futuristic robots, like, cyber yeah. like gundam like you know japanese robots whatever like all the things that i kind of aesthetically would want in this car so and that's kind of where i went with the graffiti that i was doing as well like bro this shit's like on some new level that i've never seen the variety of things it can give me like i painted in this is all based off of my graffiti lettering Ooh. and it give, gave me like this is underwater but this is all based off of life letters. Yeah. Like, like I'll have to go out for a second and we'll, we could wrap this up quick. Cause I know like, I'm just going to try my best to like, have you, give. have you played with, with AI video at all? No, I have a some of that voice. is a little weird to me. It's, yeah. it's cool, but it's also kind of like skippy and junky in ways, but yeah. But like, if you think like, I wonder if you if you could take this and just say, at a point where you're like, okay, almost like stop motion animation with it, where you tell it how to move it each step, like that seems like something yeah. we'll be probably doing pretty soon. <laughs> yeah, this gonna be everything and anything, you know. Like I made like these black lines coming out of the E, and then I painted like a little bit of red circle with a black line, and I typed in like buoy floating yeah. and it turned it in I, I wrote like technical chords tubular like chords with the buoy and it sort of gave me this better rendered chord because i yeah. drew the swoop i drew the black but i I typed in chord and it gave me the volume like the plasticness yeah the, the techie yeah digital chord i drew in a really crude looking buoy and it gave me that buoy so i'm going to try to move this to the top and see if see what that was 
Oh, this is me. All right. Painting, right? I painted in. Sorry. I know it's a. Uh, I painted in these lines. Can you see my mouse moving? Yep. I painted this black lines because I wanted gills like to look like it was mechanical shark or some sort of aquatic. So I made these black strokes. Then I made the light blue highlights and then the little the mechanical. That's my paint layer, right? <clears throat> I fixed up the E. That's my paint paint layer. This was my paint layer. When I mm -hmm. shut it off, this is what it gave me. A cleaner version of it. You see yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Based off of my Shadowing, prompts yeah. and based off of what I'm telling it, like clean, smooth, future, you know, car design, like mechanical, plastic, whatever, right? So it knows that I'm trying to paint smooth panels and plastic with cuts. And it knows that I'm trying to make it in 3D because it has the highlight and the shadowing, but it's sort of it just gives me a cleaner version of it. Yeah. Like I'll select it right now. And I'll show you like the prompt run. I'll show you what it'll do. So you see how it's kind of painterly, like yep. kind of mushy, mushy, which is fine. But right now I'm going to give it 85% of my art and what is it? 15% or whatever percent AI. And it's going to clean it up and give me a result. And it even gave me glowing. You see how it's like glowing. Yeah. Now, watch this. So if I undo that, cancel that, and if I go way over in the AI side, watch how morphed out and not like my drawing it's going to be. This is where I think the artist really plays a huge role in AI. It's going to give me some digital weird-ass mechanical. See? It's going to yeah. give me all kinds of shit that has nothing to do with yeah. my drawing. It only has to do with the prompt. So that's where I'm respecting this, and I actually can see where I could use it to push into see so this was only 30 percent of my drawing mm -hmm. it's not giving me it's giving me sharp jaggedy stuff that i yeah. wouldn't do a letter like that it's right. giving me robotic mechanical stuff that's why i think you could see you can kind of tell when somebody's using ai and they're just the computer's doing it but they're not really having a say mm -hmm. uh and this is me going closer to my art only 45 percent. it's still pretty close to what i drew you know yeah so that's where I got out all this. So it's all based off of Such life, L-I-F-E letters. And it's just mechanically driven by a lot of my prompts, a lot of my cleanups, you know, these cords and plugs. It's crazy, bro. Like the shit that it's given me, I'm really digging it. It's like something I said, else, like uh, what, you, what you just showed us, nobody like who was like, the art like that didn't exist 10 years ago. It's just so wild to think that like, we're just in these uncharted territories of yeah man it's, it's it's such an exciting time to be doing this shit this i agree the same lettering man like with a little more asian aesthetic oh cool and but like i drew these rock circles and then i gave it a prompt to say like realistic rock stacked and it gave me more rendered volumes i i actually brought in a photo of real rooftops from japan and then I drew in really sketchy this uh the long posts, the long wooden posts, and it gave me back better posts because I said what I wanted it to do. So this was kind of like my crude quick drawing of windows and red yeah. posts, you see, and it's giving me versions. Yeah. And then this one's like un in the woods. It's crazy, man. It's fucking unbelievable. Awesome. I'm not mad at it. Like, this is another version. Oh, I love that. 
but I lost my lettering. You see, the letters yeah, are yeah. getting chopped up and mangled, but I love a lot of it. But that's where you have to come in and clean and cut. It's it's some crazy shit. Uh, definitely, I'm trying to like harness it and sort of utilize it. Uh, there's another example here. Like, let me see. And my bad. If you want to work, if you want to kind of direct us in a different way. No, man, that's totally cool. If we're going way too heavy on this, I guess no. it's kind of. It's super interesting. This was a bonsai tree that I made, and then I brought, like, this whole uh, thing started from a bonsai tree that I drew out, and it was kind of like filling it in with purple leaves. I typed in, I want purple leaves, but I drew the basics of this bonsai tree. I, you know, I could go show you. It's the same idea of what I was saying. Uh, but there's so many ways, like, look at that sunset. This yeah. would be more of like a wintry look. Oh, but like I stars. said, it takes it takes my letters and makes them a little bit too uh generalized robot, like yeah. plastic, you know, toy. And that's not what I want. So I need to then bring it back and dial it back and like not fight with it, but you know, this yeah. is me going with those Dance drawings. With <laughs> yeah. But uh yeah, man. So what like... do you um so there's gonna be out around December. What are you working on? That's that's you know. Well, I guess you know. How about this? Two thousand. I'll stop sharing this for now. High school. Like, that was interesting you, stuff. That's, that's cool stuff, man. Like that's it's amazing. It's because it's like it's interesting too. Because you know I played with it a little bit, but a lot of the AI art I see you see online is done by people who aren't really artists. So to see what somebody right. who's already an amazing artist can do with it is truly thank remarkable. you. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm digging it. Like I said, like even with uh in the 3d world like when you're making 3d objects you could build you could utilize preset bodies like a human body and you could sculpt on top or you could literally take digital clay pull out the nose pull out the ears do it all from scratch it's 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 up to you you know but i definitely think you have to put in those hours and that time and that skill and you have to know i've been through the trenches of knowing what i'm doing with techniques and applying rudimentary art skills and foundations of art so this is just kind of like, I'm just also trying these things very cautiously. Yeah. So it's not like, and I'm always honest. I'm always telling people this is 50% AI, this is 50% me. I'm yeah. playing with it before it takes over me. I'm taking yeah. over it. Like I'm learning it. Like hate on me if you want, but I'm not going to like be afraid of what's happening. Because there is no stopping it. They you can't, can't pull fight it the back. future. Right. And I don't like, like, you know what I'm saying? I think credibility should go to the right people who started something. So there has to be some way to credit artists. But a lot of artists that are afraid of my style, this is my technique. They're also very stuck on their style and their ego is attached to a crutch yeah, of yeah. something that I made. And now everyone could get it. It's kind of like with sampling. The it's the same it, idea with sampling. Yeah. Although a lot of the older artists don't like the hip hop sampled their music some people are like yeah. you know what i kind of like it it gave a new ear a new fresh take right. on it and it upped my and you uh, added my your streams. own stuff and it helped my whole thing and now i'm yeah. a millionaire for life like yeah because you've just sold who is it like sting that gets a thousand dollars a day yeah. from diddy or some yeah. shit like Diddy's that. having a rough day yeah um uh yeah oh, even heard, too like yeah. like fabulous mm -hmm. like that's his big song breathe he had to sign a hundred percent of that song over to get the sample Crazy. and they're like why would you do this he's like i toured around the world in this song like he's like this right. song gave me my entire career it's you know some things have another effect and a higher purpose like not just the monetary but like you said like now he could play it and now it could still be on the radio or he could tour with it 
I can't be super precious about stuff like that. I, I sometimes I know some artists are, but like I can't be that precious about my own art. Like I remember somebody once when I was like cutting up a record. I was scratching a record. And it was like a Black Sabbath record. Like, ooh, ah, what are you doing to that record? I'm like, there's right. millions of these. Go to a yard sale and get another one. I know it's oh amazing, yeah, yeah, it's yeah whatever, like, but it's like let's record. not be so precious, you know? Yeah, like when I do, uh, I learned that with graffiti. When I go paint something, <clears throat> a lot of the public spaces or there's a public graffiti alley, and it's like if you go in there and you do some dope piece. <clears throat> You got to get a picture of it because it's going to get pukey shit crap all over it the next day. Somebody's not going to look. There's no kind of etiquette. There's no kind of respect. It's just a big free for all. And you just got to even back in the day when there were respect, was respect or whatever. Sometimes there'd be beef or there'd be a reason why somebody went over you or there's you got to if you're going to go over me, it's got to be better. Yeah. Or maybe you're. I had enough time and now it's your turn. There has to be some justifiable reason, but yeah, don't just go yeah. ruin it. Nowadays, shit just gets ruined. Or if you just think of it being buffed by the city, so you just got to kind of detach. And That shit's so I, wild. It's, it's like, a thin line, man. It's a thin line. Like shit. I hate that. Like, I, I whatever. I, it's I, a thin I, line, though, like, because I, I wouldn't like, say, somebody, if you, right, had some ai take your voice and or let's say somebody yeah. steal your lyrics and just rearrange them or take the same exact flow and cadence but put their own words and you're like yo like that was my song yeah. what, what the fuck and like, now we have just... mac miller rapping eminem songs and that's oh, really there oh yeah God, there's videos of that it's oh that's weird oh like weird. his ai voice yeah, yeah yeah oh that's just fucked up yeah i'm glad, like, I'm glad so, he's not here to hear it oh, i wish he was yeah. here but you know like like my art one time one of my pieces i saw on the internet was on bedspreads and pillows and it was that like somebody stole the image and they and i'm like that's not okay so there has to be a credit and plagiarism is not good and so this is a very thin line of like it's like an oxymoron like i'm i'm against it but i'm for it i'm not with it but i am with it it's kind of like graffiti too i know it's illegal i know it's vandalism but i also know there's beauty in it and right. it's just liquid paint and man, this whole system's crazy anyway. And like, oh, that's government property. That's our tax yeah. money. Or that's, but there's there's some sort of decency that has to be like, I don't tag on a mom and pop store. I don't right. go ruin don't someone's house, property or their stuff. own house. Yeah. Like, yeah, like it's just, you have to have some sort of like respect in there. Yeah, there's so always a like, good reason to disrespect government land, like not like not yeah, like yeah. like for conservation land, but like <laughs> a government building. You can come up with a yeah. million good reasons why, why that needs spray paint, you know. It's... No, I know, but but there being a person who would argue and be like, yeah, but our tax, we're the general people, the taxpayers' money, and we people always love talking money. about the tax dollars. It's like, yeah, it's like, dude, start look breaking much, down where it's really going. Print money, and they about... print money, and look how much money they give to everything else, and it's like they don't care. It's just this big feeding machine, like so. Wouldn't it be nice if we had bigger problems than somebody spray painting on a wall? I mean, wouldn't that be a wouldn't that be a yeah? I know, right? Imagine if there were, yeah. So shit, that's you know. kind of where it's at. Like, I'm just kind of, what am I doing? 2004. Yeah, like 2000. Like, like, this is gonna come out right, probably close to New Year's. Any, yeah. um, any so goals? Or, I did a recent uh, animation. Y'all should check it out on my YouTube for a, a local Massachusetts artist, uh, Aldis Collins Band, and it's a single, a song. They hired me to animate the video, and it's called um, "Good Day." So it came out in the summer. So this is my first time Excellent. ever animating like a four to five minute long video. How'd that my go? Origi- There's no AI. 
And his, uh, I, I, I was working on an animated video once, and, and I haven't finished oh, yet. It was so it was hard, dude. Me. It took me forever. It took I, me was, I was, I was, I was. Four minutes about, took months. Yeah, I interviewed this dude, Word Burglar, last night, and I told him about what my animated movie. What was happening was, is I started doing this animated um video. It was like it was hand. I drew it by hand, but then I put it in Photoshop to kind of finish it, and I did all the drawings and stuff like yeah. old school. And like, I kept doing this thing where I get so frustrated. I'm like, I'm just gonna quit. I don't have to do this. Is no one telling me I have to do right. this? Like, I'm just gonna quit i resigned myself to quitting the first thing my brain would do would go okay what are we gonna do next and i go i've always wanted to make a cartoon and i literally was stuck in a loop where the second i resigned myself to quitting my brain immediately went back to wanting to do the same thing and i was no like way. this is the type of insane this is artist That's cool the obsession it, yeah it is it is so like you did it, it's you gonna be back? great but like did you go giving up is no longer i i, I run the give up out of me you know? good for better or for worse it's gonna kill me yeah me too like i even if it's going to hurt me in a way like, yeah, there's a being a man of your word. There's like a commitment. There's like, even after this interview, like I got to do something like I was talking about in the beginning of the interview yeah. and I need to put some time into that and finish it up. And I do have time. It's not like a pressed issue, but uh, right. yeah. you know, I could go to bed or I could watch an yeah. episode or I could do something, but sometimes you just got to do it, man. You just got to like zone out and you know, it's a relief. It's a great, it is. like there's a, the artist, uh, the art of the war of art, not the art of war. Right. Have you ever heard of the war of art? Um, I might have the art of war. Oh, no, the war of art. I think I have that on my shelf over there. Yeah. So, not Machiavelli, yeah. the other one. Right. So the the traditional the one is the art of war. Is Tupac. Tupac. <laughs> yeah. So the right the art of war is the Sun Tzu traditional. Yeah. Oh yes, book. that's what it is. Yeah, I'm thinking of the right. prince. I'm you probably have that. Place. Yeah. Yeah. I, so I there's do. a play That's on right, words but, yeah. called The War of Art, and it's by Stephen Pressfield. I think and, I do have that, though. I think oh, I have good. That one too. For yeah. creators and artists and writers. Yeah, for writers and creators. And and it's kind of just the whole book sums up to being like how we all have an inner talk and a resistance every day. Like, oh, no, I'll do it tomorrow. Or, no, I got to go do this. Or maybe I should go eat. Or oh, it's going to take too long. Every day there's that voice yeah. of resistance. And it's our own self and it's defeating us every day from doing the thing that we need to do and sitting down and just doing the work. And I'm obviously botching what his whole book is about, but it really just tells you like, you've got to fight that the minute yeah. it settles in and starts to talk and doubt and speak and take you over. It's when you're going to lose to it. And it's sad, but we really have that in us like constantly, even when it comes to asking a girl out or going on the, the podcast or being too worried to get up on stage like it's this whole like self-preserved like i need right. to survive i'm panic uh old way of survival that the brain just sort of kicks in i hit you that think, point yeah i hit that point where like i had to be forcing myself out of my comfort zone to feel like i was growing because it's like for me like i went years without ever showing my face on the not that i would ever really care but i just wouldn't and then yeah. I, I, my first thought was I was going to do this podcast and like the whole every episode oh. under the space helmet. I was thinking about that today. Uh, I about that. Yeah. I'm like, can't go imagine on if, EDM I DJ. Right. if I committed to that a year ago, I right now I'd be like, what the fuck? That would I be do? miserable. Yeah. And it's, but it's like, cause that was, that was so much I didn't want to do it, but it's like, I pushed myself out of my comfort zone. Oh, wow. Zone. Good for you. Yeah, man. It takes a lot of my respect. Yeah, it takes a lot of like, courage, a lot of like to show up, even if it's not, you're not in the best form, but you booked it with somebody. Yep. And, you know, you're putting out a lot of these. So people, you're vulnerable because people get to know your personality yeah. and different things about you. And it's like, that's a mad courage, though. There's, there's something great about that. And as you can see, you probably, your lineage 
that you've gotten better and better and more yeah. sort of like stepping up your game in different ways. And even I find myself in my regular life, it's easier for me to talk to people now, like in meetings and That's stuff. Awesome, and it's, just, it's one of those things where I cannot imagine going to bed at night without feeling that I either achieved something or tried something. And I think a lot of people do that every day. And I just, I can't, oh, I, yeah, I can't man. imagine it. I, feel, I get mad depressed if I find myself yeah. doing that, like sleeping too much or not accomplishing something throughout that day. If I'm just floundering Oh man, within only a few days, like it doesn't, it's rarely it, doesn't it ever long. happens, but yeah, I'll get, I'll get, I'm like, Oh, I got to do something. It's like, it's like if you've been exercising all the time and you stop after like four days, your body's like, come on. It's like, if you don't push it in that that's direction, where I'm at. that's where I'm at right now. Yeah. I'm at right now. Physically, I've been sitting it. at the desk for too long. It is uh, tough. Now that like, I, yeah. 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 Well, with this particular like part-time job that I got for a game company and it's like, um, it's a lot of eight hours, literally every day sitting on the computer. So I got to make myself, I'm going to get a stand up desk. I have to. Yeah. It helps a for, lot. You know, just cause the blood flow of the, the, the legs and you get used the to muscles. it really quick too. Yeah. I've never tried yeah. it. So that's cool. It's, like good, what, good. What, I, what I always recommend, cause I, I use it. I, I go through periods where I use it a lot of times, sometimes where I don't is like set okay. your expectations that when you start, I'll do this for two hours a day and then I'll do it then slowly okay. you know, up. Cause like, I hope I use it. Cause I don't want to just waste the money. And cause I see a lot of people who don't, I think I don't think they use them. It's yeah. kind of like when you buy exercise right. equipment and it just sits there. The elliptical is like, you're like, oh man, for some reason, I, I feel like it's like people don't use exercise equipment when it's in their house, but going out to the gym is kind of like this. Dip. See, I only do it in the house. Like the you. gym is fucking gross. <laughs> but like, yeah, it is. It is gross. Yeah. But no shit. That's good though. See though, it depends on who you are and like, yeah. It, like you said, I don't like leaving the house at all. Like I work oh, from really? home full time, and I I'll go up, but like I I when, when the pandemic like started, I literally live in this box. This I essentially is, do. Like I, I just, have transcended into the computer. My AI, you are you are right AI. here too. You look so real. I know it's crazy. I'm like Max yeah. Headroom. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, the background it looks like that. Yeah, it's a dope background, man. It's a great. I love Thanks, it, man. It's like I, I slowly. I gotta go like, back to your first podcast video and see if it looks like that. It doesn't. I'm in a different room. You're I'm in the bathroom and shit. Yeah, yeah. It's um. You do yeah. have the helmet back. No, then? debating whether it. I was gonna have it or not. <laughs> I was really because when I was I was gonna do so what I, did, I created this character called Ox the Astronaut and that's sort that's of cool like, though. Yeah, I, so I'm doing this album called I finished this album last year called Drinking Songs for Children and it's got like cool stuff <laughs> on it and Zarfe and Esoteric oh, wow. and like. Um, Elza and Razcast, Young Dirty Bastard, oh, copyright, shit. and like That's so dope. it's done. But like I'm making a movie to go with it called, and it's called Drinking Songs of Children, the movie. And every oh, song is gonna have a crazy. video, and there are commercials in between. And it's like it's about a third of the way done. But I can't wait to hear that. I, I gotta, to I shame on me, man. I gotta go follow up. And oh check no up worries, on all your stuff. It's like it's these days. It's, there's so much content out there now. Like it's so yeah, hard, but you know, it's so hard to keep up on anything. It's like it's there are huge shows that win oscars and grammys and i've never fucking heard of them i guess shows only win emmys yeah. but like i it's oh yeah there's totally stuff that i'm just like i never got into that what is the one that was on like the not the game but the thing that was on netflix uh oh the squid game yeah the squid game and i was like i just couldn't i get it but i'm like i can't invest my life into that for all those seasons right now yeah so i guess i'm just gonna miss that you know uh i just missed that I got to see Breaking Bad. That was cool. Me yeah, and my ex-wife way back. I'm like, all right, good. 
I definitely think it was worth it and all that. But uh, there is so much stuff that will go under the I wouldn't even know. And, and then I look at it, I'm like, holy shit, that's a whole world. Like, yeah. there's some anime that's really big right now. And uh, well, like even you know, you know, Aztec. Yeah, yeah. I've been meaning to watch. It. He yeah, does a lot boy. of stuff with Doctor Stone. I've been meaning to just sit down and watch all of that stuff since he started doing it. I'm like. I got to be a good friend and actually watch that. I'm very excited to see it. What he does a lot of music stuff. He does or like video? music and stuff for um for I think it's called Doctor Stone. Um, oh, is it an anime? But yeah, yeah, he it's does an anime yeah, 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 yeah. He does a lot of stuff with he's that. He's been but... super busy with all that kind of scores yeah, that, and soundtracks. That, that dude's so talented. Yeah, he is, man, and he keeps putting out work all the time. So yeah. also so one still... of those people who like nobody has a bad word to say about Aztec. Like no, yeah, no. I've known him for he's twenty solid. years. Yeah, it's like if I heard somebody say something bad about Aztec, I would know that the person saying it is there's something fucked up. About he's it. a hater, man. Yeah. Like you're like I you're got a problem. You like I think you got the problem. Yeah, because yeah. he's definitely solid. Mm-hmm. Uh, All right. Well, I'll get back to your stuff. Yeah, I, I was just gonna do. wrap it up. That like uh, I don't really like I go with I've been on this three D like zone to where um creating animation and, and avatars and diff- different assets that can exist in the metaverse and in the world's 3d worlds where people can own them because we're living our lives halfway digital halfway real yep. especially with vr headsets now more and more we're already common. cyborgs with robots on the outside yeah, of our body you know exactly so as much as uh you know, I'm just kind of like working on things for that. And then also getting out there and painting. I always do graffiti. It's kind of like my sisters and they'll be like, uh, why don't you grow out of that? Like, aren't you too old for that? And I'm like, look, like old people go play golf. I'm an old dude and I go do graffiti. Like that's my culture. And that's kind of like what I go do for fun. I go play with paint. People get stuck in this idea that because when we were kids, there was no older hip hop people and they think that it shouldn't exist, but we are the first generation of older hip hop. Well, the people slightly above us, but we're, we're just determining what it's, what it looks like to be 50 in hip hop, you know? And it's like, that's kind of an exciting thing. It's, you know yeah it's cool you know and it is interesting to see how that kind of and tomorrow into on, tomorrow under dropping his flute album <laughs> it's like that's uh, where we're at no. <laughs> yo that's dropping in like an hour image. he was on his knees with a flute i was like yo that's gonna be crazy if that's your is, thing, it, is it really all flute no that's allegedly what i heard is it's all flute album it's, oh that's crazy i know but it's, it's probably it's, some futuristic fruit i'm flute. i'm sure people are gonna sample the shit out of it too so yo definitely but you know like he's probably been on a quest learning all these different instruments and like you know when you make it to that successful level like you could just be a ninja and go away and go travel the world and learn things like imagine you know getting that kind of financial success and world notoriety and then also just kind of like going off the grid and just kind of doing things that most of us well i can't afford to go do but There are so many things in the world like I'd be doing if I had the finances to be able to explore and just even appreciate like everything, not just go travel like as a tourist, but like learn, take on classes, take on everything like even the control of ego that it has to have for people to go. Yeah, um, people aren't going to be screaming my name every night, and I'm okay with that. And it's like, he's, he's, like John Stewart kind of did that too, where it's like he took us, he, when he went to the day, finish the daily show, he's like, I'm going to do exactly what I want to do. And I don't, it's like, it'll be a smaller audience, but he's totally true to who he is, and people still love him, you know? Yeah. Same with that CK, uh, that comedian there. Who, Louis CK? 
Yeah, Lucy K. Well, people don't like him it. as much anymore because of his right, waving his of, dick around. But like, yeah, right, 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 right. That's so right. Louis though. The, the episode, but he has. A, I I don't really know too much about the what happened and what he did. But like, that's oh, I know it's a lot of stuff, which may. But the thing I saw later, just meaning like sold out stadiums to now basically he's on a podcast where he has a core group of of yep. diehard fans. He has like a website and membership type stuff. And puts out you know things and swings his dick to a smaller yeah. audience. You know what his, I mean? So, his show was amazing. They did this three episode arc where he was in line to take over for Letterman, and he was competing against Jerry Seinfeld. And David Lynch was playing his like mentor guy. And I was I'm a huge Twin Peaks fan. I'm like this is the pinnacle of television. It was such a poignant like three wow. episode thing. I was. It was beautiful. I have to go back and watch it. It's been years since I've seen it. Yeah, you're geeking out on the T yeah. on the. On the uh, yeah. TV, the, I just get so what would you say? What do you would you like? Directing, being I like, the I like writing because for me, the, the my favorite thing in the world is making someone laugh, and I just love jokes. I really love a good yeah. joke. I love well written jokes. I love. I just I I because I've never I'd never seen Big Bang Theory before because I always assumed it sucked, and I started yeah. watching it last week. There's a lot of fucking great jokes in the show and great performances. Right, I don't watch it much, but I know that there's good humor in there yeah, like and it's like i i thought it was just shitty because I, 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 I the two and a half man guy did it and i never liked that show oh, okay I yeah i just show, happen so. to not it's like one of those things where i just happen to not watch it and uh but like love, like the harry, harry potter movies i've never seen one and i know there's a ton of them and i just never saw it you know it's like it's just something that i just kind of dropped out on is even hip-hop like music albums that i'm just like i should have I can't believe I'm not, I don't know it. Damn. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it just depends on what it is. But I know. I'm like, I'm yeah, like, and this more albums more. hoping nobody quizzes me. <laughs> you know? Which I one? remember there was a time where Lupe Fiasco was supposed to be rapping like a Tribe Called Quest song on stage, but he'd know any of the lyrics. I think people just assumed oh, he would know right. them. And he was just like, I, what? I don't know, man. What am I? That's like, so crazy? weird. Yeah, yeah. But whereas we probably would like yeah. old school kind of 90s golden era. But yeah, you know, and then there's all these new people that I don't even know who they are or what type of drop in hip hop uh, trappy kind of stuff is out there. That I'm just like, yeah, man, I missed that maybe. But but yo, thanks for having no me, problem, man. man. I know we could go on and on and yeah. we've been chatting for an hour and a half or yeah. something. But uh, back sometime or something. I guess like we kind of went into this weird little segue of AI. If that's what it is, that's what it is. I mean. You could cut out or edit some things if you want that to just be a little bit, but oh, it's whatever, up to man. you. I, I don't give a shit. It's like it's not like I'm paying by the second here. It's like I, that stuff's all super interesting to me. It's, yeah, man. It's just we're just geeking out on some current yeah. events and things that are happening. But no doubt, I appreciate you, man, Thank for you inviting much. I really me. Appreciate you. You too. After all these years, man, I feel like I've known. Who Maybe you I'll are see you years. if I enter the internet someday, yes, since man. you don't exist in the physical world. If, yeah. If, <laughs> whenever you're watching Tron, just know that I'm in there somewhere. Alright, that's the dream. Just couldn't balance her between the million meetings that I keep in my calendar. Plus, odds aren't too sloppy that I know why my cell is blowing up, probably. But I should check just as well. Call the cops, see if I can.
get a hold and tell If that's copyrights, yell, raising hell inside the holding cell Tell you. 